My uncle is a shaman. When I was a kid, he would say, evil is always waiting in the shadows. And only one man would rise to stand against it. I'm gonna tell you something I've never told anyone. 30 years ago, my friends and I spent the night at a cabin. We found the Necronomicon Ex Mortis, the Book of the Dead. Certain passages were recited. It awoke something in the woods. Something evil. Listening to the Buzzed Kill Podcast. I am the devil, and I am here to do the devil's work. It is episode 168. Welcome to the Buzzed Kill Podcast, where today we're talking about Drunk by Dawn, Ash vs. Evil Dead retrospective. Part one. Oh, yeah. We're making good on those uh, New Year's resolutions or revolutions, as as we kept saying last week. Uh, <laughs> our, our New Year's resolution was to finally drink some of the beer. Drink all the beers. That had been donated to us for the show. Because we got a little bit, a little pile of them. And uh, the first one is going to be the oldest one. Who knows if the beer is still good? We have a this pile, of, a pile of beer. What a great problem to have! <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> but uh, yeah, we've we've got a pile of beer, and the first, the oldest one, is a red, which we'll get into. Hopefully, it's still good. This could be the Buzzkill Podcast versus the Evil Red. Ooh, that could. Oh, that was that's a great title too. Yeah. Well, damn. Too late now, man. It's it's right there. The see know, the little right? waveforms. Ah, damn it! It's done. It's damn set it. in stone. <laughs> Uh, what's going on, guys? I'm Mike. I'm Jim. And uh, we, uh, for the first time in the new studio, we got someone in the hot seat. I'm Brian. Or am I Branson? Branson. Jansy Branson. Or whatever. Jansy Pants. Jan- you can call me whatever you want. Jansy Brands. Jansy Brands. Brian, 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 Jansy Brands. I got nothing. <laughs> I When I was in college, I had a professor that would like to riff off of Jansy Pants. And he had the best part is he had a lisp, so he would be Jancy like, Pants. he would be like, Jancy Pantsy, oh, it would be like, Jancy Pantsy, ants in my pantsy. I'm like, uh-huh. what? Now, his, his, his nickname wasn't Ants, was it? No, no. And this, was, and this was always when he asked you to stay after class for some reason. Oh, wait, no. So, wait. hey, Jancy Pantsy, ants in my pantsy. <laughs> and he would also put fancy in front of there, too. Oh, fancy, Jancy, so ants in my fancy. Hmm. And, uh, and you wait, know what? Into, into my pantsy. Ooh. Did was, I that, was, into? That, was that a Freudian slip or... Uh... Is that actually I don't know what, what that was, but I'm disturbed, too. <laughs> More, moral of the story, Branson got an A in that class. <laughs> Actually, he was really cool. He was my. Branson Branson got an A, and the teacher got some A. Oh, so nobody said he wasn't cool. I got a C minus because it was ancient Greek, and that was the bare minimum to pass. And he didn't want me to have to take the class. I'm gonna give Vanthijanthi a thief a cock. Oh my god! (laughs) Oh Mulder, if you're listening, I'm sorry. Wait, Mulder? Mulder? Yep. Was he married to Scully? No. Damn. (laughs) <laughs> he should he should have been. That's the only way that story gets better. Um No, he sculled me. That's what 
you're, you're reaching there. Oh, you're come reaching. on. That was oh that was all right. <laughs> and he was reaching for the back of your throat. All right. So. <laughs> oh, Lord. Okay. Wow. Yep. As, as yeah. The show's changed a little bit since last time you were on. We uh, no longer care what we say. Yeah. Yeah, no. that's true. Standards have dropped. Yep. I'm all over that. Yeah, yeah. If, if uh, standards can just drop all across my life, I'll oh, be dude. a lot happier. Dude, what, what's the point of having high standards, right? Um, I mean... Better than low standards? No. Low standards all the way, dude. Because then you're never, then you're disa- never disappointed. You're never disappointed. Mm. Life, life is always good I like when it. you have low standards. It's a, it's a, good, it's a good outlook on life. <laughs> that's, uh, that's how New it... Year's, my new New Year's resolution, lower my standards the entire 2020. The revolution begins. The re- <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's a good trailer for some really <laughs> shitty stoner comedy. <laughs> the revolution begins. Uh, so how's I'm your just past lowering week been? my standards, man. What? <laughs> so how's your last week been? Oh, fine. Just, just oh, fine. Yeah, that's it. Nothing, nothing happened. No, man. Not at all. Uh, I, something. Come on, give I me saw, something. I, I talked to Alex Sheldon today. Oh, that's Alex. actually that's actually why I was late. Oh, uh, Alex from Alex from uh, our Stranger Things episodes. Yeah, except for, except for the last one, fucking Alex. Well, I haven't talked to him since uh, since he had to back out on the last one. So mm-hmm. he called just to catch up, and he said sorry for not being able to make the show. A little late on that. Apology. He was he was listening to the <laughs> podcast because you know some people listen to our podcast. <laughs> Jansen. <laughs> And hey, uh, I missed you guys, and it just makes me miss you more. <laughs> this was uh, it, this was synch- synchronicities, synchronicities, though synchronicities, uh, because like five things happened in the past two days that made me want to talk to Alex, and then he called me today. Like what? Um, I, I guess some of them aren't crazy synchronicities, but I drove by his house uh, a couple days ago, which I don't usually do. It's way out in you know wherever it is, Royal mm-hmm. Oak or whatever. But I drove by it. <clears throat> And then today, ooh, that was a weird rumbly sound. Uh, today, you know, on uh, a what <laughs> a rumbly sound. I just had a rumbling. Um, uh, um, you know, on Facebook memories. Yeah. One eleven years ago, my Facebook status uh, was, um, I'm about to go on a Harley ride through space. Grab your handlebar mustache oh, and join me. Starting them flaming globes. It was a reference to like flaming globes. The um, band that we were jamming with and i mean it was 11 years ago and then all of a sudden he calls me like 20 minutes later crazy synchronicities all over the place and then there was one other thing but i can't remember doesn't matter but i talked to him (laughs) he's always fun to talk to because he's i don't know just just you know him. he's He's just out he's brilliant you know like he's just got like he's one of the most interesting people i think that i've ever met in my life everything he says is the coolest thing i've ever heard somebody say you know the way he says stuff (laughs) so yeah, it was great to talk to him. Uh, we're gonna hang out soon. You should come. I should absolutely. He can come. make us some uh, uh, some tiki. Tro- tropical. Tiki Are you still drinks. doing the tiki? I think so. The tiki things. They've been. They they're still doing their remodel on their kitchen. The oh, reason Jesus he had to Christ. back out, well, because he's not going. He's he's doing all the contracting mm-hmm. himself. So it's like tons of research. And he has no tons idea. Tons of. He had no idea what he was doing before he started. No, but they were trying to work with design companies, and nobody was like listening to him as far as what he wanted yeah so he's just like fuck it i'll do it myself but it's turned into a like a two-year ordeal so that sounds real shitty yeah well it's gonna be perfect when it's done though it's It's gonna be exactly what he wants it'll be exactly the same as it was (laughs) um and i got some new leather today that's exciting yeah no okay Mm. well (laughs) (laughs) and that's about it Uh, what about you jansen catch us up what's been going on with you so since i haven't been on for roughly six seven months in that time my wife got pregnant mazel 
Yep. <laughs> Let's move on to the important stuff, though. <laughs> so we're both excited about that. We're expecting the baby late March, and then I start building my own studio in the basement as well. And it uh, turned out pretty nice, huh? Yeah, actually, Mike helped me finish the walls. He had done that, I think, once, maybe twice before. Once. Once. Grand total of uno. And typically, I don't go for people who have only done something so difficult once. But I was like, you know, (laughs) first time I'm hearing this. (laughs) But you know what? Mike did a great job. Like, my dad, who is the pickiest person on the planet, he walked in and was like, oh, it's not even slightly terrible. I was like, oh. <laughs> well, that's, a, that's what I aim for. It's because yeah. you, you did the mudding, right? I did the mudding and the well, sanding. And, yeah. Well, Mike, Mike basically, like, his, he is mud. I, I, push, like, I push mud around all the time. You guys. are, oh, God, <laughs> just pushing mud. Oh, is that an actual thing? It is now. It is now. <laughs> pushing mud. Just pushing mud. But it, it turned oh, out God. really well, and I was definitely very thankful for your help. And Pro tip for anybody um for anybody listening if uh, if if a good friend of yours asks you asks in the in the crowd does anybody know how to do mudding or drywall say no <laughs> that's that's my pro tip just say no it's like drugs <laughs> Yeah. Oh come on, man. We bonded. <laughs> we bonded. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure I got uh, mesothelioma from the, uh, the from dust. breathing in the dust. Oh uh, yeah. Why we're both you, gonna die soon. Why yeah, didn't probably. you wear a, a mask? Of I some wore kind. a hanky. <laughs> hanky. Who calls it a hanky? <laughs> My dad. My 80 year old grandfather. <laughs> Always bring your hanky. <laughs> But it was good though because it was used, so that actually the dust stuck oh, to it more. Oh. It was nice and goopy. Oh god! <laughs> yeah, I can't in it dude, a couple times. I carry I carry a handkerchief. I don't. I but I don't use it for. I, I don't like you see my grandpa and actually my father in law because he's old school as hell. Uh-huh. They'll take it out and they'll blow their nose with it and then refold it my and dad, put it back in their uh, pocket. I'm like, what the so fuck gross. are you doing, man? My, growing That's up, my dad snack. did it. My dad did it all the time. Oh. It's it, it's I've never understood it. Well, and he was uh, a carpenter, so there's no telling what was up there. Just like fucking <laughs> debris coming out and stuff. To me, that's no different. That's no different than like, like coming home late one night or whatever. You know, uh, doing your thing with Miss Michigan and then cleaning up and then just folding it up, putting it in your pocket. Oh God! Like it's just no. It's no different to me. Like <laughs> that's how gross I think it is. Oh wow. Just gonna save that for later. <laughs> too far, man. Too far. Yeah, that's that's kind of what I do here, James. I used to I used to work at Discount Tire, and I would I would get home each night, and you from doing flat repairs, you have to <clears throat> grind away the inside of the tire with mm-hmm. a like a little buffer wheel thing. Wait, you used to work? I used to. <laughs> yeah. Shut up. Revelation. Hey, I work super hard on this <laughs> show every week, man. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's why I was I still had to watch some of the show when I got here. Um, <clears throat> But I get in the shower and like loosen it up in the steam and blow my nose in the shower. Oh, it's so gross! And it was yep. like chunks of black rubber and shit coming. Up. Oh man, it yep. was so awesome. Yep, the shit we breathe in on a daily basis like is just ridiculous. It's, it's amazing we don't all die all the time. Yeah, and, and I hang out in a church with the ceiling that is completely made of asbestos. Asbestos. So I'm gonna die in like 20 years. You know. Nice. I'm just expecting. I'm just. I mean, like, nice. I'm just long. expecting it at this point. Mid fifties. That's not but bad. If, but if, but if the Lord, <laughs> but if the Lord kills you in His own house, you automatically go to heaven, right? That like, is. I get a pass. I think. I be, that's a fact. I believe. I, pretty, <laughs> let's ask of, the, uh, the theology. The, the yeah. new New Testament. <laughs> so. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and believe that. Right. Um, <laughs> what about you? Would you? Would, would you? No, what? Been a, ha- it's, wow. It's been a pretty boring week, other than the fact that I finally. Um, or not finally. It's it's not like it's the first time it's happened. But uh, I got hired got hired on a job 
to uh, actually put my schooling to use and make pretty fucking good money. So I'm pretty excited about it. I got hired for a graphic design job. You did? Mm-hmm. I'm probably going to bring home a couple grand for it. Did I know I'm pretty about excited this? about nice. it. Nice. Nope. Is it for the church or? Uh, sort of. Mm. Sort of. It's it's the kind of job that I don't want to actually say. <laughs> so like, uh, <laughs> because I feel like if anybody finds out that I'm the one working on it, they'd probably fire me. <laughs> it's like we we want to know: can Porn. you can you make can, can you make Jesus look like he's slam dunking this basketball over Satan? Oh my God, that'd be amazing. Is that that probably exists. instead of Buddy Christ, it's like the Air Jordan logo, but it's Jesus <laughs> with like. <laughs> it'd be amazing. <laughs> no, it's um, it's it's it's. Church uh, related, we'll put it that way. But um, but that's, yeah, no, I'm gonna that's make some, very vague. It is, but I'm gonna make some good money off it. So it's exciting to actually use my skills for something that you know. Use those skills, dude. Is worthwhile, I suppose. But, use uh, them. But yeah, cool. Pretty uh, pretty cool. What's uh, Ooh, what are you? What are you you're trying to pick you up owing? your computer. What's oh. going on here? Oh, I accidentally clicked the picture. Oh. There is actually a picture of Jesus dunking on Satan. Oh damn, dude, dude that's amazing. You can see Satan's butt cheeks. Dude, okay, okay, He's very fit. Okay, you need to get that tattooed giant mural on your back. Like, I, that needs oh, to be a giant back piece. Dude, Jesus. My wife will love it. <laughs> Jesus breaks ankles, dude. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking crossover. It's pretty, dude, oh. Satan's got a nice ass. Holy yeah, shit. he's yeah, stacked. It's, it's, God damn. Very nice. Very nice. He's been <laughs> Literally, goddamn. Hey, he's, he's the uh, dark prince of temptation for a reason, man. That's true. <laughs> Using that elliptical down in hell. Oh boy! I decided to start practicing Satanism. Why? Have you seen that ass? <laughs> God damn! <laughs> Satan is stacked, looking uh, fine from behind. Right. All right. To, uh, to quote of, our good buddy Tank. Speaking of uh, of Satan, let's talk about things that we got wrong. That was a good segue, right? Okay. Yeah. It was the best. Stupid! You're so stupid! Uh, real quick, uh, we apologize for for the disgusting sound of James I, drinking his coffee I <laughs> right don't. before that. I don't, dude. Oh my god, that's real shit. We were playing that back. What the fuck is that sound? <laughs> you want another? You want another one? No, no, I don't. Come on, ready? If you do it, I'm gonna cupcake the shit out of you. You do it all. You did it to me uh, earlier. Yeah, that's, listen, that's listen, hold on. True. It's the swallow. It's the worst part. Oh. Hold on. Turn your turn your turn your stereo, up, guys. Turn it up. Ready? Sound on. <laughs> oh, so gross! Um, oh. So disgusting. Physically uh, uncomfortable in a little of the, the opposite. Two of you guys keep peeking here. It's because we're the tops, bro. Because you're the tops. Um, okay, uh, <laughs> getting some corrections here. Um, Bashil, the coach of the Red Wings, did take the Wings to the playoffs his first year, 2015 and 2016. Why did you say it like Bashil? I don't know. Bla- Blashel. It's like a Blashel. I don't even know how you say it. Yeah. Blashel. Like a okay. Biblical heretic god. Yeah, I was, was going to say it sounds like a like demon. It. But um, yeah, so he did. I'm sure it wasn't him. It was hangover from you know a good team. But uh, but sure. yeah, we were wrong about that. Sure. Um, I mean, we shouldn't really speak on sports because we're not sports egg. guys. Exactly. Sports. Uh, I said that Kevin Feige compared Doctor Strange to Poultrygeist. No, he didn't. He compared it to Poltergeist. Yeah, was I? We what? Was I drunk last? I don't remember you saying that. <laughs> I didn't think that I did either. And then when I listened back to it, I go, "Oh no, he definitely has probably never seen Poultrygeist in his life." <laughs> oh, he has. Most people probably have never seen Poultrygeist <laughs> in their lives. <laughs> Who hasn't seen Poultrygeist? Uh, and then the last thing here is that best I can tell, uh, you talked about the the great knockoff movie Deformed Car last week. Yeah. Uh, best I can tell, that's not an actual movie. It's an actual uh, RC toy car 
It's like a remote control car. Oh, dude, that's what it was. I was looking at it was a it was a it a, looks a, like a movie. It was but, a thing of knockoff toys. Yep. It looks like a movie though. It looks like it looks like a DVD cover. Is is yeah. what it actually looks like. Yeah. So but uh yeah, I wish that was a movie. Deformed, car. Deformed cars <laughs> in theaters this summer. It'd be great. Uh would they have car balls? Like they in, would oh oh god, yeah. Like like they did in Transformers. They would have full on swinging car dicks. Yeah. Like just made of like the end of a crane or something. I don't know. That's what they were in uh Transformers. Oh you're right, it was too. the balls of a crane. It was, a bit, it was, it yeah. was wrecking balls. <laughs> Amazing. That was uh, where you knew that that movie was, that was so good. That was when I stopped watching the franchise. I I liked. Listen, maybe this is unpopular. I liked the first Transformers. I thought it was great. Dude, you just love you love, you love Michael Bay. I Admit I it. appreciate Michael Bay. Admit it. But um, the second movie I think sucked, and it was the third movie. I'm pretty sure that had the balls in it. And at oh, that point, it? I was yeah, like, I was like, nope, the, I'm done. They were out in the desert somewhere. I, like, I can't, I can't do this anymore. Um. So yeah. Anyway, I, yeah, go ahead. There's your corrections. Uh, James, what are, we, what are we drinking this week? Well, this week, Mike... Oh, I should probably go get it. Hold yeah, on. Yeah, you should probably go Talk get it. Talk amongst yourselves. Oh, geez. Um, so, like I said, this was a beer that was given to us as a gift, actually from my brother, almost a year ago. And reds don't typically age very, very well. So, <laughs> this could be... Like I said, this could be the Buzzkill podcast versus the evil red, because it could taste like absolute shit. But, um, but we'll see. We'll find out. Oh, those are big bottles. Oh, yeah. They're humongo bottles. And we don't need to get frosty mugs this week because we're just drinking out of... Uh, what are drinking we drinking out of? Out of those. Bitch. We're drinking out of these? Why not? Oh, I, are you... Are you not... You're not drinking, are you? No. Okay. No, not right now. <laughs> Comes to the Buzzkill podcast know, right? and doesn't drink. <laughs> I, was, I was going to ask, like, hey, is this going to be a problem? But it's like, it's like too late. To, oh, dude. It's like going huge to, problem. It's too like going late. to Amsterdam and not doing drugs and not getting laid. Yeah, like, who does that? Yeah. Why the fuck would you, go, would to you go to Amsterdam? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so from, this is a limited edition seasonal. It's got dust on it. Oh, yeah, so probably. I, probably. So I know it's, it's going to be good. It's been sitting for a year. <laughs> it's from Ale Smith Brewing Company. It's Evil Dead Red Ale. Um, It's got more of a zombie vibe than a Evil well, Dead. That's probably because of copyrights. <laughs> hey, listen. If you're going to do it, do it right, you know? That's fair. All right. Each Halloween, we release this special concoction to celebrate one of our favorite holidays. Deep blood red in color, an intense aroma of pine ooh, and citrus from an abundance of American hops. Hops balances the ooh. sweetness and rich. Why am I? I'm, I'm I reading know, like, I don't know why you're reading I can't like read that. it. It's because I have to constantly spin the bottle and it's pissing me off. Um, Can't wait till it lands on me. <laughs> Balances the sweetness and rich, bready flavors of the beer's caramel malts. The result is a fiendishly smooth brew that will make your taste buds scream with delight. This beer pairs excellent with toffee, caramel apples, or your favorite horror flick, or human eyes. You you added that part. Yeah, it doesn't say that. It would go well with human eyes, though. Okay, hold on. Okay. This says serve in a pint glass at 45 to 50. Go give me a pint glass. Because I would also like to see the the deep, uh, intense red flavor, red flavor, red color of it. The red what? The red color of it. The red flavor. The red flavor. (laughs) I can taste colors. What if, uh, do you know anybody who that, uh, there's some people who say that they, um, they can hear colors, you know what I mean? Like there's, no. there's, it's I, what? Who are you hanging out with, and what have they been smoking? No, there's, <laughs> <laughs> there's people who uh, like actually, when they hear a note, 
they see a specific color in their in their head. And there was one guy who was um, he's he's uh, blind, completely blind, and they and they basically made him based off of the same princi- principles of as of what happens to those people. They made him this pair of goggles that what he wears. Terrible poor dude. Trying to tell a story here. Sorry, sorry. Uh, he wears this pair of goggles, and when he so he's still blind, but when he points his face toward a painting or something, he hears the colors, and he knows what notes they are basically. How so he can work? look at a painting, even though he's blind, and he can tell you what the painting is basically based oh, off so of the notes it, he, that he's hearing. So, so the. So like a painting is literally a symphony for him. He's looking at it and he's like, I can tell over here there's lots of reds because I'm hearing this particular oh, uh, frequency. Cool. Isn't that isn't that's that actually, red? So yeah. is it like a camera that like decodes it sort of something and play, like and that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought <laughs> when you said this, I'm thinking like, is he a mutant? Like, does he just get close <laughs> to colors and he hears shit? Like, <laughs> what was I didn't th- realize that there was something being pumped into his ears. I thought like he just heard it in his head. What was the thing that our buddy Kelly said when he woke up from uh, <laughs> space hopping? I can, I can taste. I can taste. What, what can you taste? Things. <laughs> yeah, don't space hop, kids. Uh, All explains right. a lot about Kelly, though. This is, okay. Uh, it is a very deep color. It is. It's more brown than red, which worries me. Well, <laughs> which means it's probably gone bad. It probably has. The milk's gone there bad. Is, there is a very strong aroma to it. Hmm. Not if I take a sniff. What the fuck, dude? Mm. You come here and you're not going to drink, but you want to just sit here and sniff? Mm. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers, sir. Cheers. Oh. Look at that pour compared to yours. I'll just sit here it's quietly. Just gonna coat my mustache. Well, it's good still. It's still good. Mm. <laughs> ah. <laughs> a little twinge on the back end. Or but, am I getting caramel? Or am I getting like the caramel notes? Well, it said that it's got. Is that what it is? It said that it has bready flavors. That might be oh, what you're tasting. That could be kind a, of yeah. like a sourdough. Yeah. Sour, yeah. Sourdough. Sour, 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 <laughs> sort of like a sourdough flavor. Sourdough. Hey, sorry about sorry about that beer having so much sourdough flavor in it. <laughs> Is that the official bread of Canada, the sorry dough? It's, <laughs> the sorry dough. Yeah, let me get a loaf of uh, marble rye and some sorry dough. <laughs> oh, sorry, we're all out of that, guy. Oh, oh, oh. sorry for asking. Sorry, fellow, we're all out of that. Sorry about it. <laughs> sorry. Uh, oh, we love you, Canada. We do. I've had good times in Canada, man. I got I, no complaints. I've, I've had great times in Canada. Um, like the time when we were coming back from the, uh, coming back from the it's casino. Actually, it yeah, it, it is good. Uh, we were coming back from the casino, Windsor. I was 19, so we'd go over there to drink. No, no, I wasn't 19. I was close to 21 because I didn't drink till I was close to 21. But um, so yeah, I was. Uh, we, I, okay, let me start this whole. This thing is a over. cool story. We dude, used to go over there. <laughs> we used to go over there when we were 19 because you could go over there and you could get into bars and you could get into the casinos tuck, and all that stuff. Tuck tuck. This tuck. was closer to when I was 21 though, and uh, we were coming back and. Uh, we just were rip roared from one of the bars, and I'm in the the tunnel underneath the, the Detroit River. I don't in like the, that thing. In the tunnel, puking my brains out of the window <laughs> in the tunnel in between countries. No. Yeah. So that was pretty. Uh, it was pretty rough. That's how it's. It's kind of cool, actually. You know, like you uh, evacuated your guts in between countries. It you were in. You were in international waters. It technically doesn't <laughs> exist. Yeah. <laughs> It's like uh, I'm not committing a crime or anything because I'm I'm nowhere. You are nowhere. I hate that tunnel, by the way, dude. What? I would much rather take the bridge, and oh, I hate bridges. Oh, oh. So what does that tell you? I don't know. I just get really claustrophobic when I'm down there. It freaks me out. <clears throat> oh, that was a close one. With all the water dripping. Yeah, it's like 
Well, because there's a movie where uh, what's the movie where the the um, daylight the, was the Sylvester Stallone? Is it where the tunnel collapses? Maybe is that it? stuck in a tunnel? I know that dude. You got a big mustache now. You got to make sure you keep that yeah, shit no, clean. Right. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry about it. I'm really right. sorry. Oh, anyway, sorry. So, so that's what, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> All right, so that's what we're drinking. Um, what are we talking about this week, James? Uh, this week we're talking about Ash. Versus Evil Dead Season 1. Yeah. Uh, was my first time watching it. And how, it. and how was it for your first time? Uh, it was delightful. Right? Yeah. I really enjoyed it. Now, Branson, looking you've forward to talking right? about it. Yep, this is actually my third time okay. going through it. Damn, dude. It's only my second. I'm doing everybody. Yeah, you even out outdid the, well, the Evil Dead kid. Actually, I lied. <laughs> I lied. Probably my third time as well, because when I got the Blu-ray set, I watched all the, the commentaries for all the episodes. Oh. So technically, I guess it would be third. So you got the info for tonight. Yeah, I don't remember any of it. Oh, shit, dude. Because I didn't take notes. I don't take notes anymore. Hmm. So I'll just... Whatever's is up that, here. Is that why the show's gone downhill so much? <laughs> is, that, is that why? It's why I'm so easy and breezy. You know? <laughs> I don't. I don't rely on notes anymore. I just oh, okay. rely on my stupid brain, which works half the time. Uh, so and, and not the right half. <laughs> so uh, anyway, it's time to it's time to bring the mood down a little bit. Oh, why? Somber. Uh, I went. I went down. I spent some time with my family uh, this past week, as you oh. as you may know. Um, we put Jimmy Choney in the ground. Oh yeah. yeah. God rest his soul. Uh, I actually. I was there for uh, the portion of the will where they read to the rest of the family. And uh, I wasn't part of that. I'm assuming I'll be part of this one. And What do you mean mean this one? Well, I've got... uh, He he left a little something behind for us. A little audio will, if you will. Um, So I don't know if you can actually hook this up, if we can figure it out to where I can play it and you can actually hear it but um uh yeah give uh we're gonna take a quick break let's figure this out and we'll be back in like two seconds okay we're back we are back we figured it out well done michael i know right you are a genius I a am, boy genius i i, I a boy genius that sounds <laughs> i know what you meant but it's, you can take that in a weird you're a, way you're a man genius yeah i like that okay that's better <laughs> all right so what's this uh this is a will it's a little. I haven't listened to it yet, so it's uh, it's apparently a recording that he made specifically for us, and he wanted us to listen to it on the show. So okay, that's that's. Um, I'm a little bit scared by this. Well, I mean, you know Jimmy Tony, you kind of know what to expect. So yep. all right, well, let's... yeah, let's uh, let's take a listen. <coughs> yeah, here we go. Ah, uh, James Tonathan, Robert E. Stonewall, Bedford Forrest Baird Jr. Being of sound body and mind, hereby do declare this as my last will and testament. Boys, if you're listening to this, the worst has come. Worst has come to pass, man. I'm gone. I'm no longer with you. And I know it might be hard to deal with, but just know I'm in a better place. When did he record this? Jacksonville, Florida. (laughs) Basically heaven. (laughs) Boys... I already had my lawyers divvy up the rest of my bullshit to the rest of my bullshit family, so this is just for y'all. First and foremost, J-Rodge, my brud from a different mud. Man, one day, I'll tell you what, boy, one day, your name is going to be on every single platinum record, hanging on every single wall in every single band's rompous room, man. That's That's true. That's nice. And I'm damn proud of you, man. And being that you're so into the music, 
I want to leave you my entire collection of Leonard Skinner cassette tapes. Oh, wow. You're welcome, brother. I love you. He loved those things. Let's get to what we're really here for, man. One of y'all has been... Man, I don't want to get emotional about this, but... One of y'all has been like a brother to me. For quite some time now, man. We all know who that is. That's nice. And uh, being that I never had a brother growing up, I just really appreciate it. A best friend and a brother. You know I'm talking to you, Michael. Uh, what? Man, this past six months getting to know you, we just clicked, man. Our good-natured ribbing and our our playful repartee, <laughs> it was what I always hoped for in a brother. What? And it... It filled my spirit with joy, man. And I'll never forget it. Doesn't matter now I'm dead, but I hope you never forget it either, man. You were my best friend and a brother for life, man. Wow. Um. And so with that, I leave you my most prized possession. What? But because I know that you're no normal son of a bitch, I'm leaving it to you in uh, the way that I feel most fits your personality. You're going to find it the way your personal hero, Nicolas Cage, would find something. <laughs> You're going on a national treasure hunt, my uh, man. What? That's just for you, brother. I love you. I love you, man. Oh, wow. So you know what, man? I'm going to make this this first one easy for you. You can find your first clue behind that hilarious picture of my mother-in-law hanging up on your wall. I still don't know where you got it, but cracks my shit up every time I see it, man. <laughs> All right, that's it for me, boys. One last time. Jimmy Tony's out of here, y'all. And to the buzzkill listeners out there who have welcomed me with open arms for the past six months, I just want to say good night and good luck. Uh, I guess that's it. Um, I I don't know what to, I don't know what to say. Um, wait a second. Did did Jimmy Tony plan on dying? Did he? Because there's there's no way he could have seen his end coming. Hold on a second, dude. He didn't leave me anything. Um, I guess because he said that his bullshit was divvied up between. Are, am I not part of his bullshit family? I mean, you're definitely part of a bullshit family. I don't know if that's <laughs> if that's the <laughs> that's the one that he was referring to. Just find what he left you because right, now well, I'm. You guys got to keep this interesting then, because I'm going to be apparently searching my fucking house for something that a so dead what, guy left. So what did he say? Behind the picture of his mother-in-law, I do remember when he was here. Oh, I believe that it was Edward Scissorhands or Beetlejuice. No, I think it was Beetlejuice. I think it was Beetlejuice, wasn't it? Was, all right, well. Keep these people entertained while I'm looking for this. Okay. He's got a very good-looking mother-in-law. Uh, yeah. Well, okay. I'm still... I'm, I'm kind of bent out of shape about this. You know what I mean? Oh, God. He actually was here. What is it? All right. What is it? Well, there's a note. Okay. It says, To discover my secret and the riches therein, find the mummy, the president, and the king with the chin. Huh. Now is that is that three separate things or is that I don't know. What is the mummy, the well, president, and the king with the chin? The mummy. Okay, well, uh, where would my mummy be? The mummy. The um. Okay. Oh, oh. He put stuff in my movie collection. That's what he did. God. Okay. <laughs> well, okay. it's not. That's. Hold on. Is there anything with all three of those things in the same yeah, movie? Yeah. Yeah. Bubba Hotel. Oh. Okay. Oh, I know exactly where he's going with this. Okay. Find it. So, oh, I get it. All right. The mummy, the president, and the king with the chin. Those are all in uh, Bubba Hotep. Okay. So, we got the Bubba Hotep 
I'm, I'm searching. DVD out. Yep. Look. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is exciting. I'm still pissed, but man, I'm. Uh, I've got this goosebumps. is this is a real awkward for me. Why? I I, I don't worry, don't worry about it. Okay. It's just it's real awkward for me. Um, this next one says, uh, "When you're getting colder, you're warmer, my brother, because one of them beers is not like the others." Okay. When you're getting, getting colder, you're warmer, my brother. I don't understand what that means, but there's only one place where there's beers in my house. Well, uh, oh, well, the refrigerator? Yeah, that makes sense. When you're getting yeah. colder, yeah. Yeah. you're getting warmer. <laughs> it's like uh, it's like the game you used to play. Which Which beer is not like the others? What is it? Oh, it's a Budweiser, of course. I gotta be honest with you. He left me a beer. That's pretty nice. Yeah, that was nice That's of him. <laughs> it's champagne of beers. <laughs> what is a champagne of beers is uh, Miller High Life, isn't it? Oh, is it really? I mean, I, I contest that that label. but All right, here's the next clue here. Uh, you made it this far, and you're doing just fine. Look to the place where Jimmy Tony makes his wine. I, I mean... What, that... what did he do to my damn toilet? His... <laughs> You better check your toilet, man. Where <laughs> <laughs> I shit. Yeah, well, d- hold on. You've used your toilet since earlier today, haven't you? Yes. And there was nothing in there. You didn't flush it, did you? I hope not. Oh God. All right. Okay, so Mike is currently looking in his toilet. Well, looking very exacerbated. I'm. I'm guessing it wouldn't be in the the actual part where you shit, Mike. <laughs> Check the. Did you find it? <laughs> it's like a drug stash. <laughs> what is it? He's carrying the entire thing out here. Why are you carrying the whole thing out here? Just pull um, it off of there. I guess I could have done that, couldn't I? Yeah. Okay, so it's a. It looks like a Ziploc bag, it's... and it's taped to the inside of the top of the tank. You know what I'm most pissed about? What? There was about two hundred dollars worth of coke under here before he. Ah. Uh... <laughs> I'm guessing he knew. I'm guessing he knew about yeah, that long before this. Definitely him. All right, so we got a we got a Ziploc bag, taped together. Looks like there is some objects in it. And a note. What's that? What is that? <laughs> oh, it's a mini shot. I don't want to know. Here, let me. I don't want to. Oh, Doctor McGillicuddy's. Oh, McGillicuddy's. That's not, the good that's stuff. That's not McGillicuddy's though. It's not. That's been opened and filled. Uh, here it says, "You look like you're getting thirsty. Have a drink on me. Sorry, there's a sip missing. Setting up a treasure hunt is thirsty work." It's uh, Doctor McGillicuddy's intense apple whiskey. Well, I mean, I suppose I can't, I can't not. You right? might as well take a sip and it's, see if it's, it's the real deal. It's the least that I can do for him after what I did to him. What do you mean? Uh, being so friendly to him, I, I, I can't not be friendly now. Oh, yeah. That's, see that—that's that's what took me by surprise, man. I thought you guys. I was under the impression that you guys hated each other. Listen, for as much as that, that is taking me by surprise right now, yeah, there's also a lot that took him by surprise. Okay. <laughs> in, in in this relationship. Uh, you're gonna have to explain that to me. Oh wow, you drank the whole thing. Weren't you worried that it was because it looked kind of like piss? Yep, it was piss. Was it? <laughs> Straight up. Luckily, oh, I know that taste. Jimmy Tony. It's, it's familiar. Up, up to his old tricks. <laughs> All right. Here's the, uh, I'm, I'm assuming the last one, almost to the end now. Your next place to look is where Jimmy Tony version 
Is Wait, what? Is, is the Jimmy Tony version of the most holy book? The Jimmy Tony version. Well, the most holy book would be. The Jimmy Tony version of the most. I mean, the holy version is the Bible. The what most was, holy book is the Bible. What is Jimmy Tony's Bible? Do you have a? Do you have where? Do you, you have a bookshelf over there? I do. I don't have anything about animals over there, though. <laughs> what? <laughs> what is that supposed to mean? Come on. I see what oh. you're getting at. What is it? Uh, he, uh, he placed something here. What is it? How is it that you didn't see this? I guess you don't really like look at your book your 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 bookshelf every single day. You walk into your house, do you do you look at every little uh, every little thing? I guess not. Of course I do. not, because you haven't noticed one of the pictures on your walls in about six months. Oh, did you do something <laughs> to one of my pictures? I knew you did, you prick. It's not Nicolas Cage, is it? I don't know. Uh Holy Bible, Jimmy Tony version. Oh, that seems blasphemous. Oh, or or sacrilegious. Open or something. the cover and find the truth. Okay. Uh, I, was, I was really hoping this was going to be cut out, and there was going to be something in there. <laughs> a bottle of whiskey or right? something? Uh, this quest has been a revelation, and now that I'm deceased, follow the last word of 616 to find your final peace. That, does, that says 1616. That's, that's what I meant. I'd be, I'd be at this for a long time. if. Uh... <laughs> oh, he, oh, look at that. He left a nice little bookmarker for oh, me. Oh, a little bookmark. What? Is that give me? Is that leather? It's leather. That motherfucker stole that from me. So he's probably in your house too. Oh god! You think he didn't leave anything for you? All right. He probably left you a damn turd. <laughs> that's, that's your gift. All right, sixteen, sixteen. Where are we at here? Behold, I come as a thief. Um, that doesn't shock me. Blessed is he that watcheth and keepeth no, his... 16, 16. What is... No, that's 15. Sorry. And he gathered them together into a place called, in the Hebrew tongue, Armageddon. Armageddon. No. I gotta tell you, this is very thorough. I, yeah. I'll be honest I'm, with you. I'm pretty impressed. Riveting I no listening. I, I had no idea that he was this smart. He's a, he's a I, sharp I, He's a sharp guy. I, I, I think a lot of people could tell that when he was on the show that he was such a smart guy. Oh, where do I put Armageddon? What I'm not surprised by is this has been way harder than it probably should have been for you. <laughs> <laughs> do you need... You got it? Oh. <laughs> what is it? Um, it's a note that... Uh, here. Uh, in, your, in your greatest Jimmy Tony voice... You know I'm not good up. at this. If you can muster it up, I want you to read the very last one. <laughs> it's a note that says, fuck you, pussy. <laughs> oh, there's something underneath it, though. Oh, is there? Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, oh, there's a note. Oh, wow. All right, well, okay, I got to clean my chair off here. Wow, he really... he you, really you collected your entire apartment and he, just left it he here. He really cared for you. I'm, I'm actually not even mad anymore. The top of the toilet is still just sitting on the floor. Yeah, I don't know why you bought the whole top of the toilet out here. That seemed a little excessive. This way you guys can't use my toilet now until I get back together. I'll just pee in the tank. All right, what do we got here? So the upper decker? Gross. Um, holy smokes. Okay. And yes, this is very riveting to listen to, <laughs> Branson. All right, Jimmy Tony's Strawberry Double Surprise. I got the recipe to his Strawberry Double Surprise. What? His most prized possession. And you know what? I'm going to share it with all you guys right now. Oh, okay. Wow. I mean, should I? Yeah, yeah. 
One gallon of the cheapest red wine you can find. Four cups of lemonade. Four cups of Coca-Cola. Four cups of soda water. Mix all ingredients in a freshly bleached toilet. The bleach is important to the overall flavor profile. <laughs> <laughs> Let the mixture vent up for up to two weeks. Pour in four ounces. Pour four ounces into a fresh solo cup and float four ounces of Uncle Uncle Jemima's pure down home mash liquor on top, <laughs> and then say goodbye. <laughs> I'm gonna make this. Wow. Legitimately, I'm gonna make this, and we're gonna drink it on next week's show. I wouldn't. Uh, That's what we're doing. Take a couple I'm not. Of weeks. I'm not gonna drink something out of your toilet. That's well. I, I will. I will forego the toilet part. How about that? Okay. I will freshly ble- uh, bleach a, a pot though, or something like <laughs> okay. that, and we'll make it. We're doing this next week. All right. It's happening. Wow. <laughs> oh, man. So, I don't know what to say to that. I don't either. I might um, have to just couch it just so I can do the taste. Just to try the, the, <laughs> yeah. the, the, the strawberry yeah. double surprise. I'll show, man. I'll show up. I'll take my taste. I'll vomit on your floor, and then I will leave. I've had that I, stuff. I, that's exactly what I plan on doing, oddly enough. I've had that oh, nice. stuff before, and I've told you what, it's, what it does to your body, and now that I know what it is, I'm not too surprised. Uh, yeah, that's... Um, <sighs> Well, well, he really he must have loved you a lot because I know how much national treasure means to you. He might have loved me. I wow. don't know. I don't know about. I don't know that he still does. I'm a little salty, but uh, I think I'll get well, over it. You know. Well, trust me, that coming out of my toilet is going to taste very salty. <laughs> so we're we're uh, both there. We're both there. Oh lord! <laughs> wow. Well, so that's it then. That's that's right. it for uh, for for jimmy tony all right well uh rest in peace jimmy tony that's what we're drinking that's what we're talking about and that was jimmy tony for the last time let's get into the bleed feed well all right we, uh, Let's now get this train back on the tracks. Yeah, that was uh, that was that was interesting. Um, that was. Um, so, can I ask you your honest feelings now? I mean, because uh, you want you want you want to you want to know what's going through my head right now. You've never been real fond of Jimmy Tony, and you obviously men- his feelings were different. You had mentioned to me uh, last week that you couldn't bring yourself to listen to the last few episodes of the show because hearing Jimmy Tony's voice brought back a lot of you know stuff. So. You know, listening. All that, and I'm lazy. Sure, sure. I would just say this: um, based on on what just happened. Yeah. Just don't ever, don't ever feel the need to go back and listen. To just let episodes. it rest. Just let it rest. Okay. I, I promise you, it's for your own good. I appreciate you looking out for me like yeah. that. That's, yeah. That's really that's nice. What I do. You. That's what I'm here for. That's cool, man. I understand why you cared about you so much. You're a good guy. You know. <sighs> You're a good guy. So. All I right. T- well, I, um, I, I took a shot on him. And. Um, yeah. Yeah. You gave him a pretty good shot. Yeah. And I understand he rubs people the wrong way sometimes. So, you know, I, so, I appreciate yeah. you at least giving him a shot and, or two. And he did it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, so. Moving on. Okay. Uh, bleed feed. Um, speaking of death, we do have somebody that died. Oh, God. Um, and this actually is no laughing matter. Uh, rest in peace uh, to urban legend scribe uh, Silvio Horta. Silvio Horta. I, I believe I'm saying his name correctly. Uh, he passed away at the age of 45 this past week uh, due to an apparent suicide. Oh no! Uh, so he was an he was an Emmy winner. He was also the creator of the show Ugly Betty. Oh, okay. and uh, he picked up an Emmy uh, for that show. And uh, there wasn't a whole lot of uh, there wasn't a whole lot of 
information sure, about yeah. obviously what had happened. Yeah, suicide's um, always touchy, and yeah, it, you don't yeah. want to release too much out of respect for the family. And yeah, stuff. Ab- absolutely. And um, like I said, though, he was the scribe though of the I believe it was ninety nine is when Urban Legend came out, mm, which yeah, that sounds it was about definitely right. late nineties for sure. I think it was ninety nine, but uh, Urban Legend was awesome. I, I love that yeah. movie. Yeah, I think we good. talked about it briefly on an old show. I want to say we did. Did we not do a? It was it. Pre, it might have been pre-format that we might have been. About I know it. we were talking about urban legends, and there's right. no reason that we wouldn't have talked about that that movie. Yeah, for sure. But um, I'd love to revisit that whole series, though. I feel like they were. I feel like those movies are actually a lot better than people give them credit for. I I really liked the first one. Yeah. I thought it was fun. Jared Leto <clears throat> pre pre crazy. Jared Leto still sexy. Still still <laughs> sexy. Um, okay, let's see here. Moving on. Uh, this past summer, Andy Muschietti uh, talked about wanting to remake. The Joe Dante classic, The Howling. Hmm. And it appears that all of his talking might have actually brought it to fruition. All right. Uh, Netflix, it seems, is teaming up with Muschietti to do The Howling with oh. Muschietti directing. Um, there's This is really, really early, and apparently there's no actual deal in place yet. Yeah. But everyone close to it kind of makes it sound like it's going to actually happen. So yeah. that's actually pretty exciting. Is that how Howling it's... is a classic, but yeah. Muschietti... I, I, Capable hands. Yeah, he's good. He's good. He's good. You except know? for except for the second part of it. But um, <laughs> shut up. But, but he's good. Um, at ninety three years of age, Mel Brooks just can't stop, won't stop. <laughs> like, why, guy why, is a national treasure. By why, the way, oh, he is. Nice little callback there. Right, right. <laughs> Mel Brooks is on the back of the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> um, so based on the two thousand and seven Broadway musical. ABC's next musical event, yeah. which they've done quite a few of, mm-hmm. will be Young Frankenstein. Oh, dude. Which I am so pumped for. I love Young Frankenstein. You know, it's one of my favorite movies. I could have taken or leave The Sound of Music. I appreciate that movie. It's just not really. I also love not, The Sound of Music. It's not really my deal, but I appreciate it. I've seen it multiple times. Just not my deal. Of course. Sure. Um, they did Rocky Horror, which was, was good. It was whatever. You yeah. Know, it was what it was. It's all right. But Young Frankenstein. I mean, I don't know that I didn't see it, but I'm assuming it was all right. But Young Frankenstein. Yeah. One of the classic, most classic like comedies of all time. Uh, and being that it's already had a Broadway run for a long time, mm-hmm. so it's fleshed out. Yeah. I think it's going to be great. Mel Brooks is producing it. Like okay. I said, he's he's still doing his thing. Cool. Um, hopefully we'll get a new Spaceballs at some point in time. <laughs> Spaceballs 3, The Search for Spaceballs 2. It needs to happen. <laughs> it needs to happen. <laughs> Come on, people. Um, let's see here. Uh, cast and air date for that, though, are to be announced. But I'm assuming they usually do them mostly in the fall, I think, don't they? Like around the Halloween time is mm. when they normally do it. Well, that's when they did Rocky Horror. At, um, I thought they all were, though. Maybe not. I yeah, it might be. Why? Is this going to be a, a Hulu thing? No, it's it's going to be on ABC. Oh, ABC. Yeah. Was Rocky Horror? Oh, I thought yeah. Rocky Horror was a was that ABC? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I watched it live on your TV because I didn't have cable. You didn't watch it live. You watched it on Hulu. That's why. I asked Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> You're right. I apologize. But I actually think that was pr- like before Hulu was doing a lot of original programming. Maybe. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, speaking of original programming, Knives Out was a fantastic original movie that came out this past year. You uh, saw it. I saw it. You saw it. I saw it, oh. and I loved it. I thought it was great. Daniel Craig's. Um, Foghorn Leghorn character is like <laughs> literally my character of the year. Like, it was amazing. Um, so apparently, though, we are getting a Knives Out two. Ryan oh. Johnson, the director, uh, spoke about the sequel to uh, to THR. Man, ain't that that guy <clears throat> that ruined Star Wars? It is. Oh come on, man! But apparently, he's really good at clue ripoffs. 
Who knew? <laughs> um, so Johnson told The Hollywood Reporter uh, at Langate's uh, pre-Golden Globes party on Saturday night uh, that he was already developing a sequel centered on Daniel Craig's southern detective, Benoit Blanc, investigating a new case. Benoit Blanc. Benoit Blanc. I say, I say. It's exactly how he talks. <laughs> does he, he does the foghorn thing? hilarious. That's yeah, awesome. It's so good. And, and it's so weird just knowing Daniel Craig with this crazy English accent and then seeing him do this weird southern kfc motherfucker like it's just <laughs> it's so bizarre what makes his english accent crazy it's just so deep come on man have you not seen girl with a dragon tattoo yeah. i had to watch it with subtitles because his accent is so thick you're bad with accents though no hit that one's that one's rough though like that I one's really i don't think i've seen the remake it's i think really, i've only seen the original yeah watch it though it's it's tough is it it's like he was no holds barred like just talking i don't know what area of the country he's from to have that heavy of an accent but pretty crazy right on let's see here james yes it's new on blue baby oh not a whole lot i'm just gonna breeze through these so we can get to uh the reason we're all here Mm. the tofu the tofu nobody nobody mike mike tried to change it back to meat and potatoes now that the vegan's gone and i told him to fuck himself (laughs) because because nobody goes to a buffet for tofu okay Dude, I used to go. Just saying. There was a Chinese buffet we used to go to in Livonia. I would always get the tofu. Well, I mean, amongst other things, but the tofu was really good. Anyway, Escape from L.A. will if, be hitting. If you say so. Can I? Can I? Oh yeah, yes sir. Can I do this? Escape from I L.A. I mean, no one's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Such a dick. Escape from L.A. will be hitting shelves on April twenty eighth, courtesy of Scream Factory. They're uh, they're dubbing this the definitive edition, which will feature new artwork by Hugh Fleming or Huge Fleming, if you're <laughs> an idiot. <laughs> and other extras and bonus features are still in progress. What I, I tell you what, there are certain movies that just don't deserve that type of release, and this is one of those movies. Oh come on! I love <laughs> Escape from L.A. Don't get me wrong; it's it's awful. It's not a good movie. But it's so bad that it circles all the way around to being amazing. Like fucking Kurt Russell surfing down the flooded streets of L.A. Amazing. in one of the worst green screen scenes I've ever seen in my Cinematic life. Cinematic gold. <laughs> I don't. It's I don't see where we're. You, you like '90s movies and you're hating on this one? <laughs> no, I'm. I'm. I'm just saying it's funny to me that it's getting this really deep in depth like collector's edition that's going to have probably new documentaries and new interviews and new featurettes like. It's just shocking to me that this that we live in an age where this movie gets that kind of treatment. That's all. Did you, they do that you just, for... You just kind of hate this movie, huh? I love this movie. <laughs> did they do that for Escape from New York They did, well? yep. Oh, yeah. Yep. I'm here to see the Duke. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, the Furries, which is about a bunch of people dressed in um, furry costumes running around killing each other. The Furies. Oh. Sorry, I misspoke. The I, Furies, which I has thought, been a bit I thought Jimmy Tony I thought Jimmy Tony maybe went in that drawer over there. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm curious as to what you're hiding in this apartment. So oh. I have a spare key, I believe. I'm gonna come back in and maybe look around. Nothing, what, are you, what, what are you looking at? Was that me? Yeah. I usually put my phone on silent. It's amateur, amateur hour. The Furies, which has been available to stream on Shutter since last year, will now be available on DVD on March third. This is. Have you ever seen this movie? No, I need it's to. It's uh, it's it, apparently it's like a blend of seventies and eighties uh, slasher films. You know, like that's where they drew all their inspiration. That sounds terrible. Sounds divine. <laughs> so, um, last but certainly not least, certainly not least, 
Glenn Danzig's debut film, Veratica. <laughs> Mother, <laughs> tell your children not to walk my way. Which has been dubbed by, I can't remember his name, but he dubbed it the horror equivalent of The Room, which just makes me want to watch it all the more. We found out earlier today that somebody in this room has never seen The, the Room. room. Somebody in here? It couldn't be me. For the second time. For the second time tonight. You fired. <laughs> you already have my gun and my badge. I guess I'll give you my underwear. What? Right I now? mean, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That seems fair. <laughs> All right. Take them off, uh, Sausage Factory. This will be hitting three disc Blu ray. Seems excessive. <laughs> on February. <laughs> what? On February 25th. Why does Glenn Danzig's debut film need three I'm hoping discs? one of them is a soundtrack. I, I think it is. One I of think, them is a yeah. CD, a soundtrack. That would make the most yeah, sense. Yeah, I'm fairly certain But it why is. is there a second disc? Yeah, what's, Wait, this, what's on the second disc? Are those Blu-rays? Blu-ray and DVD. Okay, so three discs could be two Blu-ray, one DVD, no, maybe. No, no, I, I think it... Or one of each plus a CD. Maybe. I don't know. I, I, that's the only thing that makes sense. It doesn't matter. Blu-rays it still seems excessive to me. It... it <laughs> This, again, but, one of those movies that why is it getting that kind of a release? But hold on, I haven't seen this movie, and neither of you. I'm. I would venture to guess that because it's Danzig's, the soundtrack's probably going to be the best part. Probably. Yeah. Yeah, probably. So that's the part you're going to want anyway. It's true. That's it. Uh, Danzig and I actually have something in common. Um. <laughs> I was. We I was, both. We both want your mother. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Moving on here to the last bit of my news, and it's uh, very apropos oh. because it's uh, news about Evil Dead, and that's what we're here to talk about. That is very apropos, right? Appropriate. Uh, so Sam Raimi did a Reddit uh, Ask Me Anything over the weekend uh, while they are um, uh, supporting the new Grudge movie, yeah. which I hear is just fucking terrible. Oh <laughs> shit! It is getting the worst reviews that I have heard from a movie in a long time. Which means. It's probably good. We'll love it. Yeah, probably. Yep. Um, anyway, though, he was asked about uh, the Evil Dead series, and he has he has spoken in the past about how he wants to continue it, and they're actively working on a new movie, and you know whatever. And uh, so this is what he had to say about it. He goes, Bruce, Rob, and I are working. That's Rob <clears throat> Taper, and I are working on a young working not on a with a young filmmaker who is writing a new Evil Dead story that he will direct. As for me, I would love to direct a new Evil Dead movie but I'd really like to do it with Bruce. And he says he's retired the character. I hope not. Hmm. So here's what I'm getting from this. If there's one person in this entire world that's going to get Bruce Campbell to change his mind about playing the character again, it's going to be Sam Raimi. Oh, I thought you were going to say somebody else. Who? What? Who? Oh. Um, <laughs> Who did Lucy- you think I was going to say? Lucy Lawless. <laughs> 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 Rob Tapert's wife? <laughs> why? You know why. I don't know why. Just move on. It's fine. It was a joke, Mike. My point, Jesus. Though, my... You, you are so bad at picking up jokes. Sometimes, yep. God. My point, though, is this is amazing because it getting another Sam Raimi-directed Evil Dead movie would be amazing. Oh, like, yeah. Obviously, the, the first, we'll get into this, but the first episode of the new series was directed by Sam Raimi. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was just, it was just, it was a good feeling episode. Like, it was good to have him behind the, the chair again. Yeah. So, if he can get Bruce Campbell to do... Did he direct from behind the chair? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Why behind the camera. Interesting those? style, dude. 
<laughs> Sam Raimi, come on. Um, he also said that uh, he also goes on the note that if Fede Alvarez wants to come back and write and direct a sequel, that is also on the table very much yeah. so. So that door is perpetually open. Like mm-hmm. so, whenever Fede Alvarez wants to come back, he's good to go. And that's what's funny. Like I think it could, I think it could absolutely work. Another Fede Alvarez movie oh, yeah. and another Sam Raimi yeah. movie. You could, you could totally have, fine. You could literally have like the original timeline and the remake timeline going out at the exact same time. And it just works. Yeah, that'd be sweet. Yeah, it'd be awesome. And then they can do the <clears throat> mostly just because we mostly just because we say it does. Well, There's really no other reason to no, it does think that it would work. But other than we say it does, well, and that's uh, that, and that's that. Uh, so now we are going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about even more Evil Dead. Mike's going to put his toilet back together. <laughs> I will put my toilet back together. <laughs> God damn you, Jimmy Tony. <laughs> All right, we'll see you guys uh, in a minute. Throughout this, you'll see faces ripped apart with hooks, a man slashing himself into a bloody pulp, and graphic, macabre, torturous images that defy description. All right, so uh, back in uh, a little year that I like to call 2015, the gods gifted us the return of Ashley J. Williams. Ashley J. Williams. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> that was the most anticlimactic thing I think we've ever done. It's cool, man. It was good improv. It was good, great improv. <laughs> um, yeah, Ash vs. the Evil Dead Season 1 came out in 2015. Uh, the very first episode was once again directed by Sam Raimi behind mm-hmm. behind the, the camera, not the chair. Um, oh, you lied to I, us? I did, I did. He wasn't crouching like, behind a chair. No, nah, that was fine. Hmm. But um, this, <laughs> this uh, I was so excited when I, when I found out that they were making an Evil Dead TV show and it was going to be Bruce Campbell back. Sam Raimi was involved. Like, I, it, literally, like, it, it, I could not have waited more. For like like with more uh, bated breath, with, yes, anticipation. Thank you, anticipation like <laughs> for anything in my life than this than this TV show. Yeah, I remember you were f- I, like, I'm pretty sure on the show you were nerding the show, out. The show was old enough to where I'm pretty sure we talked about it. No, it's not. No, no, didn't we start? We started it in 2016. Oh, uh, you're right. You're right. Okay, you're off. Did yeah, you sign you were... up for all the free swag when uh, that was available? I did not, and I should have. I actually didn't know about it until afterwards. Kind of. Um, first of all, what kind of free swag? Second of all, what kind of Evil Dead Superboy fan are you if you didn't know what kind of swag? I'll show you. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, so you ended up getting it after all? Oh, God, he's going yeah. into the closet. So, Oh, I need I, my clamps back, by the way. I do have the Ash versus Evil Dead foam hand chainsaw. That is very oh. cool. From the premiere. Can I try That's that on? That's the one thing I did not get. And a sweet uh, decal. Damn. So, why, uh, why is that decal not on something? I don't know. Uh, so Vito, actually. Oh, uh, this fits like a glove. It fits like a chainsaw. Because <laughs> it is a glove. No, uh, so Vito, actually. <laughs> this is very comfortable. Vito knew a guy you that went that to the show. premiere that picked it up, and he didn't want to keep it, so he passed it off to me. He didn't want to keep it? Yeah. I also got a t-shirt that was way asshole. too large for me to wear, so I'll never wear it. But... Yeah, me too. But uh, yeah, so I got that. There's there's like a little button thing that you could have gotten. There's some other stuff, but uh, yeah, yeah, I I this got the button. Cool. I got the beer pong set. I got a pencil. What? That, oh, there's a beer pong set. Yep, keep I got on, a pencil, and on it it says 10 inches you can trust." <laughs> uh, bunch of bumper stickers. Like there's a bunch of 
random stuff like with some buttons. It hold on, let me get my beer. It was good stuff. Mike makes keep keep talking, Jansen. We're this is good because yeah, we're oh, you're you're trusting me with this much whatever. power. So, oh. I'm not very good at this. <laughs> Dude, you fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> I got we need, nervous. We needed 10 seconds out of you. That's I got, all. I got nervous. This is, I, do you want to try this performance this anxiety? With, with oh, great yes. power comes great awkwardness. That's what we're oh, finding out tonight. Yeah. That's fine. That's oh, fine. Oh, it, it, fits, it fits super good, right? It goes nice? really well right? with my I want to take that, want to take that to a sports, a sports game <laughs> <laughs> instead of having a foam finger. <laughs> have a foam chainsaw. It goes really well with my outfit, guys. Oh, it, yeah, it That's does. not beautiful. It's, yeah, it's, yeah uh, it matches. <laughs> it matches the sweater very nicely. Yeah, <laughs> um, anyway, though, I, like I said, this was one of those shows where it's like I just I couldn't wait for it. Like, this was my bread and butter. This was everything that I wanted. So. It was your blood and guts. And when I did finally see it, I was very, very happy with it. Yep. Um, there are some some weird things that we'll talk about, but by and large, though, as a whole, it's a great series. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I mean, we're only talking about season one here because you guys have both only ever seen season one. Correct. Um, I actually did something unheard of. I actually paid for stars extra on my cable bill to watch this, which I never do. You're a fool. No, I'm I have, a fan. I have stars for three months for one dollar. Right well, now, they didn't offer that oh. back then. <laughs> By the way, if you guys know of any, oh, American Gods is on Stars, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm gonna watch that. Yeah, uh, d- d- oh, the first season's good. The rest are really disappointing. Really? Yeah. Brian Fuller really is. Hey, good. I didn't know this was an American Gods podcast. Uh <laughs> okay. That wow. means that means uh, that means shut. Your I finally mouth. had something to interject and seem you, authoritative on. You will you're, not. You will not. You're not allowed. Um, no, anyway, though, I yeah, I love this show. I thought that it was an amazing pickup to where the series left off, which is ironic because the first season of Ash vs. Evil Dead, they were not able to even mention Army of Darkness. Universal didn't give them the rights, which is why Ash has a brand new hand instead of that mechanical one that he had that he oh, built in Army of Darkness. Yeah, he had, had a make, wooden had, hand. He had a wooden hand. They had to, so they had to, make, they had to make him a new a new mechanical one, though, in, in this uh, continuity. Mm-hmm. Um, however, though, for seasons two and three, because season one was such a success, Universal then goes, oh, yeah, no, you can, oh, yeah, you, yeah, you can sure, talk about it sure, now. Sure, sure, sure. So involve us, they never, involve us. They never go too, too deep into it, but there is mention of it in later seasons. So, you know, that's something to look forward to. Yeah. Uh, but what did you guys think? This was uh, your first time seeing it. Um, I, I loved it. I don't think that there was... <clears throat> I'm, I'm pretty easy to please, though. I'm a simple man with simple tastes. And... <laughs> fair that's fair (laughs) (laughs) and uh yeah there was not a whole lot that i disliked about it no like just off the top of my head uh, i can't even really think of anything right now top man i can't remember a damn thing about off the top of my head i don't remember (laughs) anything because i was drinking bud light seltzers while i was watching it (laughs) by the way those aren't in stores yet but i got them you think you're some kind of cool guy? Yeah, fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Said no Bud Light seltzer drinker ever. Come on, we drank them last they were night, delicious. and you they liked were delicious. them. So um, okay, so uh, so no, I, I I yeah, I loved it. Yeah, loved it. It's 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 good. A lot of times when you get the TV series that picks up these these movies, they don't always translate well. They try to do something that's too different. Mm-hmm. This series like legitimately feels like the same tone wise mm-hmm. as w- the original series. It was, and sorry, he was about to ask you what you thought, but I'm going to jump in before I forget this. Um, <laughs> Nobody cares about me. You're not, was, you're, you're not fired anymore. It was oh. you're you're rehired, but you got to f- just know your role. You know, 
Just did know I get, your, did I hey, move on hey, my lane? This isn't your oh. turn to talk. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, uh, no, I just want to say this. Um it was it was every like it was everything evil dead that I want would have wanted plus the the relationship uh the characters of um Pablo yeah and uh, shit uh, Kelly, Kelly. yeah yeah they a, a lot about their relationship to Ash reminded me of um the kind of back and forth that you got with the characters in uh, Todd and the Book of Pure Evil. Absolutely. I never made that that connection, but you're 100% right. And I love Todd and the Book of Pure Evil so much that that style of... Um, uh, that brand of comedy? Yeah, that, that brand of comedy and like the, the rapport that the characters had with each other and just the, the timing, like the comedic timing, reminded me so much of that that I was... I was pleased. I was very yeah, pleased. I never made those uh, those parallels, but you're absolutely oh, dude, right. Totally, it really, yeah. really is. Yeah, I I found that. Uh, Wait, hold on. <laughs> oh. You may speak now. <laughs> right now. Yeah. Okay. Like right so, now. Sorry about that outburst there. <laughs> <laughs> Such a violent outburst from Jansen. This, but, we're gonna have to talk about this after the show. I mean, it's really getting out of hand. Am I, am I going on a TIP? You keep talking over me will you stop <laughs> all right ready go right now what i thought about it was <laughs> <laughs> seriously though what'd you think but i i liked it uh the first i was really excited for it when it came out because that was around the time where uh my interest in the evil dead peaked like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a late bloomer and uh i didn't see i've heard that about you yeah, yeah, it, it was rather tragic. Uh, didn't get this voice until three years ago. Um, but I was like really at the peak of my interest, and I had just gone through them. And it was like a month later when I got when I found out that they were doing this. So I was like, "Heck yes, more of the binge on." So and you then, didn't. So you didn't watch it episodically, like in real time. What did you? No, I I actually did when it came out. Like oh, I got stars as well, but it was like a month. They announced it a month after I first started, like really getting into oh, Evil cool. Dead. And I I think. I don't know how many years it had been since uh, the Army of Darkness, but in that time, they the Evil Dead really had its time to build its reputation. So when they did this, they knew exactly what to shoot for. They knew what people were expecting, and it was just a very self aware show. Like the melodramatic like dialogue in it, it which like if you're not in the mood for the cheesy, purposely melodrama. It might be kind of a hard show to this get into. This is not the show for you if you're not into that. No, no, it's you're going to find it just absolutely terrible. I think but, that, but bringing up the fact that it is a hundred percent self-aware, I think, is it, one it, of the best points because it it really is like it's it's it makes fun of itself in so many ways, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I, it 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 does a lot of service to fans of the Evil Dead. I I think while the, at the same time doing a lot of new stuff that would bring in a new audience yeah too, you know? and i think that the reason that that that's a benefit for them is because it's it's still being handled by the creators of the original movie this mm-hmm. this franchise has never changed hands you know like universal does own the rights to the one movie but like <clears throat> Raimi, Raimi and taper and campbell mm-hmm. have always been the trifecta behind anything evil dead which is why everything about it works the remake there's a lot of really bad remakes of movies when companies that have no business 
touching a franchise that they had nothing to do with. They don't understand it. They don't, whatever. They make really shitty remakes. The Evil Dead remake was fantastic because yeah. they were all involved. They're they like, knew they knew what to do with it. They're like the rush of of oh. horror movies. Oh, they're a the, rush already. Right. The Holy Trinity. You know? I'll do a fucking <laughs> rail of Raimi any day. Okay. Actually, I'm pretty Such sure I wake, I wake up in the morning and I do a rail of Raimi every day. <laughs> a rail of Raimi. Wow. <laughs> yep. Um, no, I I agree though. It is very self aware and it is very it's self-deprecating at times. Mm-hmm. And that's what makes it funny though. The ter- especially so the character funny. of Ash. If there wasn't self-deprecation, I almost self- I almost said self-defecation, <laughs> which is completely different. Still fine. But it also actually Next fits episode. in that world. Um, if there wasn't that though, then it wouldn't it wouldn't be right. Because that's the whole character. Oh, yeah, totally. Like, he's a dumbass. Dude, and he oh, knows man. he's a dumbass. But at the same time, he's he's kind of he's kind of self-deluded a little bit too though like he he really like he he's putting like in, in the very opening scene he's putting on the the corset mm-hmm. which any other guy putting on a corset would be like oh god i hate that i have to do this to look 20 years younger but he finally fucking straps this thing on and he like, looks in the mirror he's like oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> looking good and throughout the, throughout the entire show he thinks of himself as a total ladies man every you know? even if you've never seen the evil dead franchise Everything that you need to know about the character of Ash is done by him putting on a girdle. Like that—that's—that's that's how crazy accurate that is. Though. Girdle is that the right girdle? Yeah. What did I say? I said corset. Is there a difference between a, gir- a girdle and a corset? I, yeah. One sounds sexier. Some, somebody, somebody, chime in in the, in the comments. No, no, nobody goes. Mm, I'm gonna strip down to my girdle. <laughs> Oh, that's a gross... It is a gross word when you no, say it. Nobody says that. Girdle. If someone goes, baby, I'm going to strip down to my corset. Oh, like, that's hot, that's right? Hot. Like, it was hot when you even I'm, just said you it. You want to take off yeah. my girdle? <laughs> it sounds like a sound that your stomach makes when you are when you need to take a shit. Girdle. Oh, oh, God. Some people girdle. might find that sexy, though. We don't want to be discriminative here, okay? Hey, I've seen... I've don't seen shame, bro. I've seen two girls, one cup. I've seen, I've seen cake farts. You know, like, <laughs> Classic. I feel like we just we just opened at least fifty percent of our audience's eyes to cake farts. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure they're all going to be looking this up now. <laughs> I've <laughs> never heard of it, and I'm probably hopefully going to forget about use, it. Use your imagination. You're spot on. Yeah, yeah. If you think about what I mean, what else could a cake fart be? There's only one thing it could be, and it's what you're thinking. Oh no. So yep. Just I mean, look it up. <laughs> You should see it just once, you know. <laughs> oh, oh god! Oh, that's so two thousand nine. It's so windy. Um. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Uh. So let's get into it then. Here, uh, you have the returning Ash. Obviously, Ash is now after the events of all the movies. Ash, uh, as expectedly, uh, lives in a silver bullet trailer basically oh yeah uh what's the what's the name for those it's uh, the silver bullets it's, airstream uh, airstream he lives in an airstream it's really roomy he's it's got quite I mean, roomy yeah you know he, i mean there's, there's a couple of things that make no absolutely zero sense though about his living space like um if he lives in an airstream it's a trailer how thick is the floor do you think for the shotgun the there's no way that he could vertically put a shotgun <clears> in <throat> his floor to shoot straight up out of it. Yeah, shut up, dude. It's just not possible. What are you doing? Oh, those moments are so badass. They're though. so good. They're so good. Mm-hmm. Um, so so Ash now lives basically in a, in a trailer park. Uh, it's exactly as you would expect. He's 
charming all charming the pants off of all of the well past their prime ladies in his <laughs> life. Uh, and and he loves it. Like he is all about that. But he's still got he still has game with the younger ladies. Cause one of my one of my favorite parts was uh um I'm gonna skip forward a little bit here, but <clears throat> you uh you see where he's working and you meet Pablo. Yep. And then Pablo says that he got his his friend, his neighbor from upstairs to work there. And then, you know, uh, I want to call him Bruce. What, uh, <laughs> Ash. Ash. Jeez. Don't look at me like that. I just couldn't say anything because I was swallowing. But I almost spit take right at your, right at your face. Yeah, it's a common, just, just common problem for you. <laughs> um, Ash, when he first sees Kelly across the room, he's like, gives her the up and down. He's like, oh, yeah. And then he goes up to her and says, sorry, I got to... Sorry, I got to skip town. You'll never get a chance to. I can't remember what he says, but something about like you'll, you'll never, never get, get a chance to know each other. You'll never get a chance to have me the way you want me. And she's like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> and then she, at, by the end of the scene, she like slams his face down on the counter. But then there's a turning point at the trailer park later when he saves her life, and she's got like these kind of googly eyes, a little bit. And yeah. he walks up to her and he like touches her face and he <laughs> and he goes. Told you, <laughs> and she just sort of she She's just like, sort of melts when she totally she just, agrees with him. She sort of giggles when he touches her face, and it's like, oh yeah, he's still got the game, man. Right, right. It's yeah. weird. Um, he also uh, Ash has a, a a weird bit of a romance in this uh, season. Yeah, which mm-hmm. I think is a bit weird, actually. Yeah. Um, the I liked character, it. I it was the character angle. of Amanda. Uh, so let's just get these characters out of the way so people know sure, who we're sure. talking about. You have you have Ash obviously as the main character, and then uh, his two compadres. You have Pablo, mm-hmm. which is like his uh, his underling, if you will. Pablo totally wants to be Ash, like hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, works for them at the store, and then you have Kelly, who is Pablo's neighbor. She works at the store. Three of them basically form the Ghost Beaters. <laughs> the Ghost Beaters, <laughs> the greatest name ever. Um, so they they basically the, the the show revolves around those three characters. Those are your main characters for all three seasons. Um, outside of that, you have Ruby, played by uh, Lucy Lawless, uh, who is married to Rob Tapert, by the way. Hmm. Has been since like the the Xena days. Mm-hmm. Because I don't know uh-huh. if you know this, Xena and Hercules were totally made by Sam Raimi and that whole crew. Yeah, hmm. those old shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they've they've all been that's old old crew at this point. Uh, and then you also have um, who else is? Uh, well, Jill Marie Jones plays Amanda. Yes, Amanda. So she they're is... they're essentially those those five people make up the majority of the, the cast. majority of the the central yeah. characters. Amanda in this is a Michigan State police officer who. Uh, had some shit happen to her because of the deadites and doesn't know what to believe. Uh-huh. And so the 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 season also kind of unfolds her story as to what she believes, what she doesn't. But she's the one who ends up kind of having a romance with Ash. Mm-hmm. And as much as I love it, it's kind of weird all at the same time because Why? it's not natural at all. Why? <laughs> it's just it's just not. Like she goes from basically being like this super weary Michigan state police officer to suddenly like googly eyes. In one episode, she goes from that to like googly eyes. Yeah. Oh, Ash. Like, and well, there's really no cue the melodrama. Exactly. There's really nothing that builds between their characters to really make it happen. Well, it was kind of the same thing with, uh, what happened with Kelly, what I was describing. He, cause when he first sees her, he's attracted to her instantly because he's attracted to every single but, woman he sees. But Kelly is smart enough to realize after a hot second that he's still an idiot. 
Yeah. <laughs> and an undesirable idiot at that. <laughs> Why is he undesirable? In her eyes, not mine. Okay? Well, you're speaking... Oh. <laughs> you, t- you think he's undesirable? No, you I don't. he's very desirable. He is very desirable. Very desirable. So why wouldn't why wouldn't him and Amanda have a romance then? I don't know. It just they just seem like way too opposites. That's all. I don't like. Think I just so. don't think there's any natural. You, by you by the end of it, they're fighting, yeah, it, it, they're it, fighting it, evil together. How adorable! That would I, to me to me that's like one of the one of the things that would bring two people closest. She's no Linda. That's all I'm going to say. Well, she's no Linda. Who is though? Well, right. there was three Lindas, so <laughs> apparently three people. Actually, four. There's four people who played Linda. Oh, because because just saying the head the, scene because of the head. Nice. Can you name all of them? Oh God, here we go. I can actually. Um, no, no. You have don't look at your notes. Betsy Baker from Evil Dead One. You're looking at your notes. Uh, only for the second one, Denise Bixler plays Linda in Evil Dead Two. But do you know who played Linda in Army of Darkness? No. She's famous. Absolutely famous, and actually was even at the time that they did Army of Darkness. Uh, I didn't watch it. Mm. Bridget Fonda. Oh, yeah, she okay. was literally in like thirty seconds worth of screen time as Linda in the Army of Darkness uh, cutback scenes when he was working at the uh, S Mart. Huh. Yep. And then you have Rebecca Farrell who played Linda's severed head uh, in the cabin at the end of mm-hmm. the series here. Yeah. So you have four people now have played Linda. Crazy. Well, I'll be damned. At this point, you can never have a Linda revamp her role. It has to be a new Linda every single time. Even, yes. after who. even if they even if they bring Linda back in subsequent. Se- oh uh, yeah, it's yeah. got it's got to be a different Linda. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's get uh, let's get into a little bit of our likes and dislikes, if you had them, about this season of the series. I'm gonna bring up a dislike actually. Okay. At first. Yeah. Let, um, yeah. Because I love the series, I do. Like that's that's no no shock, but. The 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 effects in this show leave a lot to be desired. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I I don't know if that was because of budgetary. Maybe they didn't put a lot behind it at first. But like the the VFX are pretty pretty rough in pretty much the entire series. Uh, the opening sequence where the blood hits the screen that goes down always it looks like it was made in MS Paint. Quite frankly, See, it, I, it's I really always, bad. I always took that as being intentional. I mean, maybe. Or, or or maybe that's because what they want you to believe because because Ash is Ash as a character he's kind of stuck in the past you know what I mean like he can't he's still he's still living out his glory days as Ash the the demon slayer you know yeah, what I mean I don't and know. so it it kind of makes sense for to me it kind of makes sense for the VFX to sort of be a little I, bit corny the it if it was if it was consistent I'd agree with you. But the fact that it wasn't very consistent throughout the whole series, like uh, the the demon that they summon, like the one that's kind of like always like kind oh, of phasing jittery, a little bit. Yeah. Oh, like towards yeah. the end, yeah. Amazing. I yeah. thought the effect for that was really good. Yeah, that was cool. But the last scene, like literally he's, the past... Wait, did you say toward the end? Yeah. No, he's talking about the one in uh, like episode three. That they, oh, yeah, that they, sorry. They summoned when they the were in the bookstore. The one that looks like it's straight out of a Resident Evil game? Yes. 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 Okay. yes. Yep. I thought that was really good. And then the last 
literally five seconds of the show where the sinkhole is appearing. That's yeah. I yeah. I, I did something similar in high school in Adobe After Effects. <laughs> yeah. I followed a tutorial that I found online and I did it and it looked awful and so did this. Yeah. But the- I, again, to me, there was like I because I agree. I I watched. I literally watched that scene ten minutes before we started the show. <laughs> when I saw that happen, I was like, "Oh, that's bad," and it's supposed to be. Like, no. I, just, I felt like it was supposed to be bad. The practical effects were all really good, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the the CGI was all really bad, and I felt like that was I felt like that was kind of intentional because if you go back and you look at the original movies, all of the practical effects are amazing. And then when they started to blend a little bit of the the other stuff in, it didn't look that great. Yeah. So it was kind of capturing that it was the you know I understand the dichotomy them. between I understand the new and the old. That probably doing everything practically would be way more expensive and the show wouldn't have seen the light of day had they needed that much money to do it. I get that, you know, to a certain extent. And I think that the the crappy effects do add maybe a hair of charm to it a little bit. But the one thing that does kill me in bad <clears> effects, <throat> like I can I can deal with a bad creature effect. I can, you know, whatever, I get that. Bloodshots though are so bad when they're bad effects that takes me out. Like when you have a digital like like blood spatter, like when you shoot somebody or whatever, yeah, it looks so bad. And in a show that literally lives in the gallons upon gallons of fake blood that they throw on everybody, mm-hmm. it's like couldn't you have just gotten like a pop sprayer and just done that practically? <laughs> like that's that's what kills me about it, you know. In the well, mm-hmm. in the shots where they were splashing people with blood, that was all. No, practical. that was all that was all real. But when someone gets like shot by a gun or um, their head explodes, where it just like it just over looks the top, so like, bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks terrible. And there's a little bit of a charm to it, I guess. I don't think that was intentional, though. I guess I was. I I I guess I'm. I was more charmed by it than. And that's thinking it was bad, you know what I mean? And I'm sure they love you for it. Because it did. I mean, I, I agree. It looked like it was. He thinks we did this on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> Our plan I, has come together perfectly. I agree, though, because when you see the, the practical effects were awesome. Like oh, I already yeah. said, when you see those shots, you're like, oh, wow, that was not at all like the practical effects. But I, I, but I also wasn't bothered by it. Well, let me. Sorry, are you done? By the way, my my my. <laughs> are you done? <laughs> are you are you fucking finished yet? My my favorite gag throughout the entire first season was uh was Ash killing somebody, and it started off with Pablo. Every single time Pablo would get splashed with gallons yes. of blood. It doesn't. And, I guess and, it, I and guess it was it. never like he would never get out of the way of the spray. He would just sit there and go ah, <laughs> and just get sprayed with blood. And then it happened to. It happened to him. It happened to Kelly. It happened to every Amanda. Character. Every single character. So had funny. To him. And, and and Ash would be aside from a few scenes, like where he's holding Amanda up and you know chainsaw. Oh my her god, gut. that scene was one of my favorite oh, scenes. Dude, it was yes. So good. And in in the entire series, mm-hmm. it was just so so good. Mm-hmm. Like, please forgive me for what I'm about to do to you. These <laughs> chainsaws are in half, and he's just covered. And the shot that they did right after that was absolutely like an Evil Dead 2 shot. Like, I don't know if you notice this or not, there's a lot of callback shots. They just kind mm-hmm. of hid. Toward, like, there's a spot where uh, Ash is in, um, he's in a bathroom, and he's getting beaten down by one of the demons. And it's like the camera's sort of down in the corner, and he falls sort of towards it, so his head's like facing it. Mm-hmm. It's 100% an Evil Dead 2 shot. Yeah. They did that a lot, and and it's it's beautiful because it's it's insane to me how 
similar this show felt mm. to the old series. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For and, and then it also it didn't in a lot of parts. You know, you had new locations, new characters that didn't feel like old Evil Dead at all, but it was still very much in place, if that makes sense. The spirit of it was still there. The spirit was there, but then there were some very specific shots that harkened back and were almost like lifted that just worked. Um, I will say, though, that the very first episode, and this is sort of ironic, was directed by Sam Raimi. Mm-hmm. It's my least favorite episode of the entire series. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it almost, and, and I loved The Force Awakens, right? Mm-hmm. Loved it. However, episode one of the show was very much the same reason that people bitched about the force awakens where it was basically just the greatest hits of the entire rest of the series. Oh yeah. And that bothered me a little bit because it's like, it's just not, it, it's a bit played out. Like we've, we've seen it, you know, like I was expecting more. Like hold, little, on, hold, like, hold on. Hold on. Let me interject here, please. It's played out to you because you watch these movies like, 20 a times a year. That's fair. You know what I mean? That's fair. Like, it's played out to you. For, That's fair. For, but... for me, who I watch I watch Evil Dead and Army of Darkness maybe once every two or three years. Mm-hmm. That, to me, like, so to me, watching a Greatest Hits compilation was... Was welcome. Was awesome. Yeah, I get, I get that. Like, for me, though, you have the, the doll that came to life. That was exactly the little mini ashes mm-hmm. in Army of Darkness. Mm-hmm. You have him taking the clay pots and smashing them against his face to try to kill that little doll. That was exactly Ash in Evil Dead 2 when he's smashing the plates over his head. Mm-hmm. Like they, were, they were like lifted scenes from the movies just replaced back into the series. And I thought I just thought that was maybe a little bit much at times. But then there's other scenes like when Ash, uh, when he first shows up to work and he lifts the, the box of light bulbs over his shoulder and they all come <laughs> crashing out the back. It's so dumb, right? It should it was, not be nearly as funny as it is. It was slapsticky almost. Like he, well, it, well, this is Sam Raimi's love of Three Stooges. It's oh, exactly yeah. that. Like, but it worked so well. Like, oh, he's that, just walking that, over them and they're cracking yeah. under his that, dude, that didn't even occur to me when he said... Uh, because he, he's, uh, I think it was the final episode when he, somebody's talking about uh, his boomstick and his chainsaw. Mm-hmm. And he says, um, so he was, cur- he says, Larry and Mo have been yep. really good to yeah. me. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That oh. makes a lot of sense. Now. Oh, yeah. I like that. The, um, the entire series is Three Stooges. Right. That, that's all the slapstick from this entire series comes from that because Sam Raimi loved Three Stooges. Yeah. I mean, they even do the fucking eye point gag in this series and in Army of Darkness. Mm-hmm. Like it's all over the place. Yeah. yeah, and the humor is is just so good, especially when you consider the fact that like when it tries to be scary, it's actually really good at it. Sure. Like uh, it, it's just crazy how much it contrasts. Like the scenes where Pablo has the book on his face. Oh, dude! Not gonna lie, that's freaking terrifying because yeah. he's just sitting there screaming. And he looked right, he let me, looked awesome. Let like, me I, let me let me put this scenes. out there. Pablo with the Book of the Dead face on his face. Mm-hmm. You take Jim Carrey in the mask, but like pre-cartoon mask, yeah, right. When the wooden mask is stuck to his face mm-hmm. and Leatherface, oh. mix them together. That nice. that and Cub and a little bit of Cub. It, remi- bit of, it reminded of, me of Cub. But that's a, a wooden lot. mask, which is exactly like the mask mask. So wait, what? I said the Cub mask is a wooden mask. Oh the yeah, the mask and the mask. Yeah, yeah, yeah Jim yeah. Carrey's is also a wooden mask, yeah. so it's probably the same deal that we're getting. But yes, you're right. That's right, Jane. We all wear masks, <laughs> metaphorically speaking. But yeah, that, that I may part. Have, I may have just spent twenty two dollars on a replica mask. Uh, what would you do? I said I may have just spent twenty two dollars on Wish dot com, 
from a, a replica the mask mask did you really I did. oh it's probably gonna, from wish it's probably gonna show up blue or something <laughs> it's, or it's I gonna be this I, big in the comments it, people posted pictures of the ones that they got and it looks legit oh dude yeah i mean you it know it was 22 dollars you know how i am with mass I, I, I love mass so Sorry. i'm yeah. gonna i'm gonna come over and we're gonna watch movies and i'm just gonna wear it everybody <laughs> wears a mask <laughs> Metaphorically speaking. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Back to uh, no. Back that's to this. good. That was a good. Uh, that was a good little sidebar. Sorry, I didn't realize it wasn't my turn. <laughs> you may speak. <laughs> <laughs> but that that part is like legitimately terrifying. The fact that he's just screaming and he just keeps saying like "just kill me, just kill me," and like it's proof that he is like a really good actor because like. The rest of he kind of plays a part. You talk about Pablo, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, he acts that part so dang well. He the terror. Good. He actually, I actually felt a lot of sympathy for his character because he's yeah. like this innocent, like he's like your your innocent Latin friend. Like <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how else to describe it. Like he's just a cool dude. You know what I'm saying? Like I can't relate to that. Up. I don't have all of my Latin friends are not innocent. Um, I so. have a Latin friend. His name is John. At least he'll have you believe that he is. <laughs> Latin American, <laughs> but um, no, like I literally felt bad for him though because he's this really innocent character oh, throughout the entire thing. Yeah, he's a very wholesome guy. And then at the end, he's like got he's like this crazy like taken over by demons. His eyes, he has like le- le- legit Harlequin eyes, which was creepy as shit to me. Yeah. Um, I hope that's not offensive to anybody, but it's creepy. Um, why would that be offensive? I don't know. If anybody's ever experienced that in real life, it's a tragedy. Oh. And I was being very whatever. Point <laughs> is, the, the the red eyes though was like really weird. Yeah, it was, like, it was very spooky, on, mm-hmm. especially on him and with the mask and like he's just like dripping shit out of his mouth. Oh, like, well, his gross his, his and, ability ugh. to bounce back and forth between being Pablo and then being possessed, yeah, was really amazing because there was the part where like uh, he Lucy Lawless Ruby is trying to get him to say these incantations. And he's like, no, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. And then she would say, say this. And then all of a sudden it would be the demon voice. And he'd be like, yeah, it was awesome. And then he pukes out that kid, right? Yeah. He pukes that thing out. And then as he's puking it out, he's possessed. But then as soon as the thing flops down on the floor, it's Pablo again. And he reacts to what he just did. Mm-hmm. And he's horrified. And he kind of like rears back like, oh, my God, what the fuck? And then... Ten seconds later, he's back to being possessed and evil again. It's, it was amazing. It was really good. It was really, really amazing. Um, <laughs> am I the only one? This is a little slice of life for you. We have a good buddy of ours, fucking Brian, oh, who is currently uh, currently in the hospital awaiting the birth of his first child. So congratulations, fucking Brian. <laughs> but fucking Brian Jr. But gonna am I be the here. only one? It's gonna be here am I, real soon. Am I, am, I the, am I the only one though that was that was watching this and being like, I'm picturing Brian having a kid for the first time. Like, if this is how human beings actually gave birth, the world would be a way weirder place. <laughs> I'm picturing him and his wife in the we'd, hospital. We'd have a much smaller population. That's and for sure. And it's Brian giving birth, and he's just puking up a kid. <laughs> That's all I could think of uh, while I was watching this. That's a weird thought, man. I'm not going to lie. I've seen a I'm little a weird bit guy. of The Miracle of Birth. It's pretty much the same, just as horrifying. So <laughs> It's rad when you're actually there. I like. I mean, it's... I'm, women it's are, not rad if you're the kid. Women are superheroes, by the way. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you know that or not. Oh, yeah? Oh, dude. Watching, watching my wife give birth and, and how she would just... 
there's a person coming out of her <laughs> and she you know they go okay the- here it comes and then she'd push and then like no. Did you tape a little like, she cape was... to her vagina? Oh my so... god, what the <laughs> fuck is wrong with you, dude? She said she's a superhero. <laughs> <laughs> the cape was on her neck, man. <laughs> Come on. A little respect. No, uh, I don't know. Like, it's it's because it's, it's, you're going gonna to go through this soon. So, hey, man. Get... No, he's going to be smart. He's going to stay up... Uh... North, head, of the, head north of the border. Oh, dude, I, I got down in there. I was like, yeah, let's see this. Did you cut the umbilical cord? I did, yeah. I'm not fucking touching that thing. Yes, you are. Dude, if they hand you the scissors, you just cut it. It's like cutting a hot dog. <laughs> a hot, it doesn't it's make like, it better. It's like cutting a Kogel hot I've dog. I've never cut a hot dog attached to a vagina before. <laughs> Do your best Lorena Bobbitt. <laughs> it's like cutting a hot dog with the the delicious Kogel natural casing. Mm, delicious. Little, there's a good little snap to it. Mm. Oh lord! I usually do that with my teeth, though. But then once you get through the snap, it's it's spongy. <laughs> no, and then and then you're just gonna want to go to Coney right. afterward. You're really not selling this. You're gonna want to go to Coney afterward and have yourself selling. a nice you're little not, chili dog. You're not selling this very good. <laughs> I don't know. It's it 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 was incredible to watch. I did it twice, and I I watched it, and I was I was all up in there for it. And I, I'm I not s- like I would just look at my wife, and she'd have this kind of stoic face where she was like. Yeah, it's fucking game time. <laughs> and I was like, wow. She's so tough. That's just, dude, chicks are fucking tough, man. It's crazy that they can do that. I, I'm not anyway, squeamish it's miracle, about much, but... You won't be squeamish. When it's when it's your wife doing it, you're not going to be squeamish. Don't worry about it. Just make sure you have something to eat Listen, beforehand. You know what? You're so probably, you don't pass out. You're probably right, because you know what? Allie is going to be the angriest, <laughs> preg- like get, giving birth person on the planet. Get the fuck away from me. If her voice drops like two levels. It, it's going to be at run, least four levels. Run. Four octaves, at least. That Those hormones are going to... Oh, my gosh. I'm afraid. No, man. If I don't survive... Just uh, well, it was nice knowing you. Yep. Cheers, Cheers. boys. <laughs> Just do some do some hand workouts to get those. Uh, you you want to build the muscles around the bones, so that she doesn't crush your hand with her human her superhuman strength when she's having the contractions. It's been you know? too long since I rock climbed. I used to have a uh, grip strength of 150 pounds. Dude, I had 140, and I don't even rock climb. Lies. Not lies. What? I went. I had. I had. Uh, I injured my back, so I went to. Um, physical therapy and i asked my th- physical therapist I was, I was like what's that thing and she's like oh it's a grip strength test i was like let me try it Just squeezed it 140 baby that's like three times like most people have like 50 or 60 pounds look at me i'm huge <laughs> i never knew a puddle of fat could be so strong <laughs> there's muscle under there somewhere i don't know i just got it's so I got I got crazy for him. Is this strength. turning into the birthing one on one podcast, or, is, or are we still talking about movies here? We Do you to. want to talk about more birth? I don't. Oh, okay, well then shift afterbirth. <laughs> you want to talk about the afterbirth? The pooping on the table. <laughs> Actually, oh, Jesus doesn't always happen. Hope yeah, doesn't always happen. <laughs> uh, well, All right, that, go go ahead, Mike. If that's the case, I'm pregnant right now. Um, <laughs> I <laughs> Mike shit on the table again, guys. <laughs> I do want to talk about how every uh, every episode of the show was basically its own self-contained space, mm-hmm. which I thought was really effective. Yeah, every episode feels like a different scene of a movie. Yep. Whereas, like, you have the first scene is in the uh, the electronic store. Basically, you have the uh, the second episode that was Kelly's parents' house. Mm-hmm. Third episode was the bookstore, uh, followed by uh, Pablo's Bruo. 
Brujo. 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 Yeah. And then... Uh, Which he was uh, like a shaman, basically. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, actually episode four and five were both there. Mm-hmm. Episode six was the diner. Mm-hmm. Episode seven was the militia compound. Episode eight... They went back to the cabin, uh-huh. and then that was at the cabin oh, for the last for three, three episodes. episodes. So good. No, which, I, I, listen, I, we I, will get to the cabin because so much, so much to talk so about. So much, dude. I totally but agree, I, though. I, I love, love how they how, did that. Yeah, I love how each one was its own. Because and these are only so the first episode is forty-one minutes, yep. and then every subsequent episode is between a half an hour and thirty-three minutes or whatever. Mm-hmm. Actually, less um, than that. Some of them are 20, 27. Oh yeah, twenty-seven minutes, minutes yeah. or thirty-four for the last. Yeah, one. Yeah, it's a really like, quick <clears> watch, and the entire season. In a hole is like five hours and change. Yeah, yeah. It's really short. Yeah, it's it's like watching The Irishman. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much. Before we move on too far, the episode with Brujo had the funniest line and moment in it. Which part was that? So Ash is tied up by by the Brujo, and because they they think that Ash has like this, I'm just gonna call it the cyber demon, the cyber demon inside of him. <laughs> That's good. And he's gag, so he's just like like kind of sitting there tied to a pole. Uh-huh. And uh, uh, the Brujo goes to Pablo's like Pablo, grab the knife, and you just hear, "What the fuck are you gonna do with that? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck are you gonna do with that?" <laughs> Just sit there reacting, just like, what are you gonna do with that? Oh, I don't like this. Like just the whole time as he's gagged and they're having and he's just in the background as they're talking about it. I I laugh so hard every time I hear that, and I still laugh when I think about it because it's so dang funny to me. No, it was. It was great. Like like it's it's exactly Ash though. He's just so stupid. Like it's it's amazing. Um speaking of the Bruo episode though, uh this is where we get introduced to Ash's old hand. The oh, hand yeah. that gets cut off in Evil Dead 2. Like, talk about when I first saw this, talk about things I never expected to see again. Like, I figured his hand was just dead after Evil Dead 2. Like, like why would you ever bring that back? Right. Yet the hand plays a pivotal role in this new season. Yeah. And it's awesome. You know, uh, the fact that he grows. I think, the, I think it was actually the prior episode, wasn't it? Was it the prior what, episode? Okay. I, well, wasn't okay. it, it was, didn't the hand first point to the uh, the house of oh, Kelly's you're right. parents? You're right. Okay, so it was the prior yeah, episode. So it, you're right. I mean, I'm nitpicking at this point. Sure, it doesn't no, really I matter. It. I get it. Um, but but it was still a great inclusion. And the fact, like later on in the series, you have the hand that basically grows another ash, <laughs> which I think is great. And then you have this it's really genius. amazing ash on ash like play playoff each other, which is. It's it's a complete throwback to Army of Darkness. Where, Ash play. I'm where totally in Ash play. There's two play. of them. <laughs> Love it, right? It's, it's, don't go in my bedroom. Um, but like, it's it's it, it's totally Army of Darkness type Ash on Ash action. <laughs> but it, it works so well still because Bruce Campbell dare, is so dare you good. Say, dare you say Ash to Ash? <laughs> Ashes to ashes. Ash to no, that's not what I'm. I'm the. Uh, He's talking about butts. <laughs> I'm talking. What's the? Uh, what the hell's the name of that total? That fucking depressing movie. Oh, Requiem for a Dream. Oh, Ash to Ash. You mean Spank Bank material? <laughs> <laughs> what? Did you think Requiem for a Dream was Spank Bank material? Just the last five minutes. You mean the part where, uh, the part where he got his arm chopped off and puked in the soup or whatever. <laughs> Soup was hot. Yeah, it's pretty hot. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no. Um. Uh. No. The point is that Jennifer Connelly is a babe. Um. But Ash. <laughs> Bruce Campbell, though, acting against himself is gold. Like mm-hmm. it's just so funny. Yeah. And it's so perfect. And it's 
most of the time you get mad about them doing callbacks and just doing the same thing over. Because mm-hmm. like I said, this is exactly Army of Darkness again. Yeah. It's it's Ash versus Evil Ash. But it works. Like they find a way to make it feel fresh still, even though it's a callback to something old. Right. Um, and that's a really rare thing to be able to pull off and actually do, which I give all the credit in the world to the writers and directors that are stepping into this world for the very first time. Yeah. They really pulled together a a series that felt right. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And that that's like the biggest compliment I think that you can possibly give it. Yeah, cuz there was a, a lot of a lot of um episodic shows like you know like anthology shows or whatever that have different writers. And this isn't a complaint really. I mean like you watch um The X-Files or something like that. Mm-hmm. There there's a different director, a different writer. And they all have the overarching story of Mulder and Scully, but a lot of them feel very different. Mm-hmm. You know, this there was a very cohesive feel. Yeah, through the, throughout the entire um, first with, season, with a good mix of new stuff too, though. Absolutely, yeah, yep. It was just yeah, it was, it was great. Like a it was so well storm. done. It was just awesome. All right, we we need <clears throat> to get in though. To the cabin. Let's get to the cabin. I went... Okay, so episode seven, I think, had the cliffhanger where he finally is like, I need to go back to the cabin, and they show it for the first time in the last five seconds. I've never in my life been more excited and had more anticipation for an episode of television than I did (laughs) when I saw that. Uh I'm not kidding you. I was wetting myself watching this. I was just like... The, I uh, need this on that couch. I no, no, that's a new couch. <laughs> oh, you're good. Yeah, because I sat there earlier. <laughs> <laughs> you're not gonna, you're not gonna smell like pee. You might stick to it, but you're not gonna, you're not gonna smell like pee. Um, I no, seriously though, like this was it. Like I was like the fat. I had never in my wildest dreams did I think that they were gonna go back to the cabin and spend the entire last third of a season there. You didn't think in your wildest dreams no, that I they really were gonna didn't. take Ash from the Evil Dead. Back no, to the cabin. I really didn't. What? There's no because re- there, there's no reason for him to go back there. What? There really wasn't. That's where it all other, started. Other than that, I guess. But I just didn't think they were gonna do it. Honestly, I, I, I just never. It just didn't even cross my mind. And when they showed, I'm like, oh, that's crazy. Talk. Oh my god, they're going. And the cabin looks so good. Mm-hmm. It's like it is scene perfect. It was from it, the original. T- t- for me, it was the. Sorry, I'm I'm talking over you again. It's not my turn. We're you not. Can, we're not. You can. Get, <laughs> you can you, you can have 30 seconds and about 10 seconds, so hold We're on. We're not used to having a threesome, so, you yes, know. Yes, for the past few weeks, it's been me and Mike just talking over each other. Mostly Mike interrupting me when I'm in the middle of a story. Yeah, uh, pretty much. Um, for me, it was the... The cabin was really just... <laughs> <laughs> for me, it was the, uh, the, the, the porch swing. Boom, boom. Yes. Crashing up against the side of the cabin. Mm-hmm. So iconic, dude. Uh, on top of that, though... When he walked, oh my god, I'm almost popping wood right now. Like when when they walked up to the cabin for the first time, though, you saw the cross that he put on Linda's grave, and they Mm -hmm. and they play little like 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 audio flashbacks Mm -hmm. to like her dying. They do that a lot in the entire series. Actually, they have these little audio cues of like like uh, snippets from the old series. Right. Um. When they're in the cabin, they have the uh the um they have the girls the uh, Linda sitting. Is it Linda? Oh, yeah, the, yeah, Linda uh, sitting in the and then yeah, time to go to sleep. Yeah. yeah, they did that there. They had the my my question was this though at the end of Evil Dead Two, he still wanted to say something. You know? um, go because <laughs> I'll not stop. Go. Jan- Jansen, my- <laughs> you have twenty seconds oh. starting now. <laughs> it's not my turn. I'm not gonna. Or it is my turn. I'm not no, gonna. You have fifteen this. seconds. I was <laughs> I was mouth I was just mouth vomiting about how much I loved the cabin and all the throwbacks. So ten seconds. Oh. 
Oh, jeez. Uh, crap, what was I going to say? <laughs> Five seconds. Really oh, making no. use of your no, time. No, pressure. And your time has passed. <laughs> so, what I... Uh, oh, what what the reason doing? why I... D- your time has passed. <laughs> oh. Go. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I didn't see it coming either. We're going back a good two minutes. But I didn't see it coming either because, like, the show likes to present itself as this, like, paper-thin sort of show so when twists come or when people die unexpectedly uh-huh. like you're like i wasn't expecting that at all i thought this was just going to be like paper thin it was just like oh this is a fun thing it's like, like when, it's like we're going into one place and one place only and there's gonna be no twists or turns like you can pretty much see what's coming yeah, yeah. and then and then they just pull these like big switches out on you like uh when amanda died had no idea that was going to happen. Mm-hmm. And uh, like the fact that pretty much everybody who has a line up on, who has a line on screen, with the exception of uh, Amanda's partner, had it, their own unique personality. Like the three hikers, uh, like Amanda, or not Amanda, Heather. Yep. Like, she she had an amazing personality. For... Was that Samara yeah, Weaving? I completely oh. forgot Samara Weaving was in this show. Dude, when I first saw her, I I didn't even I, I didn't even recognize her at first until she she did this. Uh, uh, well, first of all, like the past few movies that I've seen her in, she's using an American accent. So she had her Australian accent, and she's uh, it was it was when she said, uh, "What the hell is it? Was it Brett or Greg? The guy uh, they were hiking with? Brett, I think. Brett. I, don't, I don't have his. And uh, they're name. saying something about getting Brett. lost in the woods, and she's like, "And Brett here wanted to." I wanted to stay in the cabin, and oh, Brett here didn't that, want to, and then we got lost. And she's making that Samara weaving face, oh, like that, like that, really sarcastically. Oh, and I was like, "Oh that, shit, it's Samara and her weaving!" Her in her natural accent, oh dude, is oh my gosh. so hot. Oh, forget Listen, about if it. If I was the kind of, if I was the kind of guy, which I'm not, but if I was the kind of guy that had bro, uh, had not bros, had hoes, <laughs> you got bros, ho- hoes <laughs> on different continents. Okay, she would totally be my Australian chick, Luda. Is that I'm you? Just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> is that you, Luda? I love Samara Weaving. Yeah. Like, I think she, not only is she a fucking babe arena. total babe. She just seems cool. Like, yeah. like she seems like the kind of chick you want to hang out with. She's hilarious. Yes. Uh, she's she's got there's something funny. She's a to, fox. <laughs> we already discussed that. <laughs> total babe. I'm just bring it up again. <laughs> no, she's like that uh, that babysitter movie. Yes, dude, she was so good in that. I love that movie. Yeah, she's um, great. Every time she pops up, I, I, I love. Wait, was she the? Was she in that um, Ready or Not movie? Oh yeah, she was I haven't the main. seen. I haven't seen yeah, it yet. Yeah, she was the main. But yeah, that's that's and that movie got great reviews. That's reason enough to watch it right there. I like her. Her personality is always really cool. Yep. She's, yeah. um, and in this, I want to say this is one of the first mainstream things that people would have seen her in too. Really? I think it was right after this she started showing up a lot more. But yeah. <clears throat> It's a this bit was... part. It's a small bit part. You it know? is, yeah. But she had some great lines. She did. Yeah, she, she did. Well, yeah. she was she was the last man standing of the three hikers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And honestly, her presence in the cabin at the end of the series with her lying on the couch was very similar to Evil Dead 2, where you had like, the one girl that was injured and she's on the couch. And then you have um you have uh like Ruby that's there, uh, who's sort of playing the character of Nobi's daughter in Evil Dead 2. Like yeah. there was a lot of very familiar like placeholders. But it, but it was different and it worked. Mm-hmm. But it's still like, and am I the only one here that thought that they added a little bit of grain to the scenes in the cabin to make it look oh, like totally. older Evil Dead? I think they yeah, did. they definitely because, did. So I'm watching it on my brand new fucking TV over oh, here, that right? Baby's 4K right there. And look at that. Uh, oh, look at that. 
that fire right you now. can I'm almost you can almost see satan in that fire that's how clear it is i actually saw this out of the corner of my eye earlier and i was i was like fuck it's getting hot in here <laughs> and then i looked over i was like that's that's 4K, that was just me baby. talking about evil dead fapping under the table that's the problem. um but <laughs> just radiating heat. is that why the floor is sticky? <laughs> i got hot cock what can i say um, oh boy no but like i was watching the, the beginning of the series though is like crisp perfectly clear like it's it's a right. beautiful picture and then you get to the cabin and it's like everything's got like a little bit of a haze over it and Absolutely. like the, like there's a grain to it it's not even was not in the rest it's of not the even haze it's not fog or any or any sort of effect it's literal it's like grain. dust and scratches a little it's not, literal not grain dust and scratches but like yeah no it's a, yeah they they film grain. they almost they almost like knocked down the the film quality to not vhs but maybe like early <laughs> dvd you know Let's be honest. In, in digital age, they put something on top of it, sure. not knocked it down. But right. Yes, I get what you're saying. No, no, no. Yeah, that, that's what I meant. I was. But just... I'm not the only one here, right? No, no, no. I thought okay. that too, and I really loved one of the other things that I loved too was um, Kelly. By the end of the final episode, essentially became like they were mixing all of the different Evil Dead elements. The remake. She became Jane Levy's yep, she, character. I, I said that we were watching the last 10 minutes when uh, Jansen got here today. I said mm-hmm. the exact same thing. Because she got kicked out of the cabin, and, she, and then all of a sudden, uh, Samara Weaving's character got fucking slaughtered. Sure. And she's covered in her blood, and she's laying, uh, Kelly got thrown out from the cabin, and she's laying in the rain, and she's got the blood all over her, and she stood up, and I was like, that looks just it's, like the end of the Fede Alvarez remake. It was so really cool. Does. Like, I love the fact that they brought all of the elements from the entire franchise, not just the original franchise. One thing that I will say is they tried to do the nail gun gag in the series, as like kind of like oh. they did in in the remake, yeah. and they didn't even come close. <laughs> it was pretty bad. Well, that goes was... back to the effects, though, not being the greatest effects in the world, Yeah, unfortunately. I will say this about Samara Weaving, though. Uh, her <laughs> Her scream gets a little annoying after a while. It's a very, like... Didn't bother me. Or it's it, it, it's <laughs> it's this weird like um I'm trying to think of have you ever heard the it's like a it was like a picture it picture her as a dude screaming in a early 2000s screamo band where they would do that it wasn't like a growl or like a high scream or anything like that but Ooh, they the would blood brothers they would do that thing where they're it you knew that they weren't screaming with proper technique yeah. so their voice would crack. Yep. And she just like every single time she screamed, it would sound exactly like that. I was like, ah, oh, fuck, stop screaming. It's getting annoying. <laughs> but other than that, I didn't really have any complaints about yeah. her, um, her character. I thought she was awesome. I loved her line where she's like, do not talk, to, you cannot talk down to me. I am going to school to be a dental hygienist. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> Respect to dental hygienists out there. That's all I'm saying. Oh, all the respect in the world. All, all the respect in the world, man. Until they um, poke my gums with that <laughs> poker. Yeah, I have come across a few where it me. seems like they're doing it on purpose. Yeah. Like dicks. when they they start scraping away the the plaque, which I don't have any because I have perfect teeth, but they start <laughs> scraping away, and it feels like maybe they're doing it intentionally. Like, you poke that thing into my gums probably just to see what would happen. Yeah, it's like, calm down, Dr. Frankenstein. <laughs> <laughs> I guess if you, I guess if you did the same thing day in and day out, maybe you would start messing with people a little bit just to, just for the fun of it. I don't know. Just maybe me mad. You guys wouldn't do that. I mean, I would. Just to see. One hundred percent. Just to see how people react to pain. 
It's like I'm just going to numb your tongue. Just sh- shoot Novocaine into your tongue. <laughs> well, doctor, I feel really weird. <laughs> I just came in for a cleaning and now I can't feel my tongue. <laughs> um, back to the show, though. It's uh, because you don't floss enough. <laughs> oh, is that what it is? I guess I gotta floss more. <laughs> um, they go down to the basement, which I thought was a great addition as well. That basement's way bigger in this series, I think, than it ever was in the sh- in the movies, but whatever. Um, but it was just really cool. I love that there was all those throwbacks to uh, to the original movies. I do have questions, though. The Freddy glove. <clears throat> was still there. Yeah. It well, still- it was in the wrong place. It was in the shed in Evil Dead 2. Yeah. It was still in the shed. In the- it was still in the shed in the series. It was series. in the basement in the series. Oh, was it? Yeah. I could have sworn that I saw the uh, a knife edge above the door in the shed as well. Um, I could have sworn they did. Is when when uh, when they open up the cellar, and Ash wants uh, Kelly and um, Samara Weaving's character Heather was it Heather? Yep. Wants them to stay upstairs, and then they say, "No, we're coming down with you." And then he ends up getting tossed down there, and yep. the door shuts. When he gets up and he turns the flashlight on on his shotgun, oh, is it right there? It's right on the door leading into. I must the, not have even noticed it. Yeah, gotcha. Um, I just love the fact that they, they explored the basement more, you know, why that was so creepy to begin with yeah. and everything else. Like it was, it was just great. Um, I, I just, yeah, I don't know, man. It's just so good. Like the, <clears throat> the whole series is great. Um, I was a little bit let down, excuse me, by the ending though. I was too. Mm-hmm. It felt really weird. Like Ash was, I realized he was kind of in denial about what had transpired. Yep. Like by the end, he's like, oh, true. Like he did a truce with Ruby basically. Yep. And Kelly and Pablo are both telling him. I loved how Kelly became like when when all of this first started. <coughs> she was completely, um, she didn't believe anything that was going on. Yeah, you know what I mean. Well, she was a noob to it all. Like, she yeah. had no idea. What well, was going even on. like her and Pablo got involved <coughs> essentially at the same time. Are you okay? No. Her and Pablo got involved right around the same time, uh, and Pablo believed everything that Ash was telling him right away. For Ruby, it took her watching her mom become possessed. Yeah. Or her reanimated corpse of a mother. When Ash revealing. hauls off and punches her mother <laughs> before he even knows if she's a deadite or not. <laughs> but, but Fucking gold. What I loved about Kelly's arc, though, was she uh, she became the voice of reason by the end of the... Oh, yeah. Like, every time, every time, like, even Ash would start to fall for the, the trickery of, the, of the, uh, the deadites and stuff. And she would be like, hey, if... If something looks too good to be true, it probably is. You yeah. taught me that. And she's saying that to Ash, and he's not taking his own advice. Yeah. And she 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 knowing, basically tells him by the Knowing end. how season two starts, I appreciate the ending of season one way more. Okay. That being said, I remember when I first saw it, though, I was just like, ugh. Really? Like it kind yeah. of seemed like a little bit of a dud ending. Yeah. Yeah. Like there was I definitely like, like it was building and building and building and then it just <clears> kind <throat> of like, oh, he took a deal and they're gone. Like there's there's really no payoff to all the craziness that happened in the cabin. Right. Um and even the way even the way he was acting at the end just seemed uh, like out of character for him, you know what I mean? Just sort a of little bit. just sort of laughing it off as they drove away. You bring up a good point. Speaking of things being out of character, if there was one thing that I didn't like about the tone of the season, it was that one thing the Evil Dead was never known for was it's even though you had the whole "give me some sugar, baby" and all that stuff, like Ash was never overtly 
a sexual character. A ladies' man. And in this series, there's a lot of fucking and a lot of like mm-hmm. like sexual things going on. And I thought that was a little bit out of place, quite well, there, frankly. There was like, only there was the only, very first episode. There's only one He's sex railing scene. a chick in a bathroom. And it seemed so out of place to me. I'm like, that just doesn't seem like the character. Like he might talk to talk a big game, but it never actually happens. You know what I'm saying? And it it just felt a little bit weird, not a place yeah. to me. But the vision that he had when he was banging that chick was in the cool. bathroom was, was it awesome. was that real? Well, yeah. So yeah. maybe maybe it wasn't that he was the ladies' man that he thought he was. Maybe it was just the idea that the de- the deadites were kind of messing with him. If they, that's the case, they didn't really pay it off with the girl that he was with, though. Right. Because he ended up finishing with her, and she was still a woman. Like, what's wrong? I was so close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know. It was just weird to me. It took me a little bit out of it. Like, they made his his character a little bit over sexual. I think. Yeah. In certain ways, I thought, and it, that was a. I thought it made for some of the best jokes in the entire. I'm not saying season, it wasn't though. funny, but as as a huge fan of the character, though, it just felt out of place to me. Mm-hmm. Like, it was, it was kind of a weird direction to to bring the character. That's mm-hmm. all. I uh, I had forgotten completely about that scene. Yeah. And uh, I decided that I was going to start watching it during my lunch hour at work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I pulled out the headphones real quick. <laughs> um, um, there, there was one other thing that uh, it, you just made me think of it because he's hitting on the waitress. Oh yeah, in the uh, in the diner. The uh, the kid killing in this show is unapologetic. It's, oh, it's and so hilarious. Good. Like so usually, usually seeing kids killed in in movies is always like a bummer to me i was like oh fuck i don't i didn't want to see that but some of the shit is hilarious like when that one kid is in the bathroom and uh him and him and amanda are like fighting in the bathroom Mm -hmm. and then they come out and then the uh amanda's boss is possessed and the kid comes out of the bathroom and he goes to run across and the dude picks him up and throws him (laughs) into the ceiling fan i loved it the sound effects and the blood spraying everywhere. I have a the... ceiling fan here. You want to test, test us out? I mean, we could try it. See if it's yeah. the same. I'm a little bigger than that kid, but <laughs> oh, oh, dude, I was just like, I was just like, this is like, if you're gonna kill a kid, fucking kill him. You know, like <laughs> make, make it count. Like don't mess around. <laughs> and the one in the in, in in that scene, I think three kids died, and another one got like chopped down the center of the head with a an ice skate yep. or something yep. like that. I was they, just like, wow, they don't fuck around. They had them. a lot of good knife gags. Like uh, at the very end, <laughs> the very end, uh, Ash, I think it was, I think it's Ash. He um, takes a cleaver to, to someone's head. Who is it? Why can't I think of who it is? Uh, well, evil Ash kills. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah. Evil yeah. Ash kills Amanda. Right. And he cleavers her in the side of the neck and yeah. he looks at her and he goes, no, that's what I call cleavage. <laughs> <laughs> I laughed so hard at that. Uh, <laughs> it's such a stupid, perfect joke for, uh-huh. this, for this series. I love it. Sticky. Um, we are uh, approaching the end here of the show. Mm-hmm. So what I want to do is go around the circle here. Favorite scene okay. and final uh, and final thoughts. Wow, dude. Like, oh. like Favorite kill. Let's think, let's think of a good kill. I wasn't prepared for this. I don't know. Come on. Uh, you go. <clears throat> you want me to go? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right my my favorite uh, my favorite scene I think has to be when when Ash, so there's a scene where Ash is we talked about how where Ash is confronting his like doppelganger basically yeah, yeah, yeah. the hand that grows the ash. 
Uh, after he kills the hand that grows the ash. Oh, that's again. Mm. Start a new band. It's a book. It's a book title. Name it that. It's a book title. Okay. Um. Anyway, though, uh, after real ash kills evil ash, basically, mm-hmm. um, he starts. Uh, well, dis- he doesn't kill evil ash. You know what I mean. Come on, man. Get your He's shit dismembering together. evil ash. Oh, I see. They start playing just the two of oh, us. Yes. Dude. You yes. can make it. I, I forgot about that. It was so I laughed so hard at that scene. Oh, oh, dude, me too. I literally almost had tears in my eyes. I was <laughs> almost crying. I was laughing so hard at that scene. Yeah. And that might be my favorite scene of the entire season. Right? That's a good right one, there. dude. I completely forgot about that one. And I meant to write it down in my notes, it's, but I don't take notes anymore. It, it was just so <laughs> unexpected and out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, it's so perfect. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> That was really um, good. And then in terms of the overall, my overall thoughts of the season, I thought that it well exceeded expectations of what a series sequel could be to a really weird movie series to begin with. Yeah. Um, was it perfect? No, but it was definitely better than I expected. You know, uh, if I had to give it a rating, you know, if, if what I expected was like a middle five, right? Mm, and yeah. then perfect is 10. Sure. I honestly, I would rate this at like a 7.5. Oh, really? I, I, I loved it. I thought it was great. I really do. And honestly, I know you guys haven't seen the other seasons. I pref- I think that it, it just gets better. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So, okay. What um, about you? So, uh, my favorite scene, and this is kind of a stupid one to be my favorite, uh, during the Militia episode where he was talking to his buddy who was in the Militia, and he's like, hey, where's, uh, where's your compound at? And he kind of looks around nervously. He's like, Let's see the hand, oh. and he uh, he point points to his palm. He's like, "Oh, so just above Gaylord." And I saw well, that he, he he mentions up a bunch of different cities in the middle of it, and then he goes, "Oh, you mean north of N fifty nine? Which N fifty nine's way down yeah. here? Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't make any sense." He says yeah, Gaylord. He says me. Gladwin. What, what's that? Yeah, that that's part where it, it, it lost me. Well, like, you're, if you're did... from Wisconsin, so yeah. uh, come on. Hey, I am a Michigander now. <laughs> no, I see what he's saying. It lost him as a Michigander because north of M59 is everything. everything <laughs> yes. You know, that's most of Michigan is north of M59. Yeah. So basically, not in Ohio. Right. Yeah. Like, it, that joke was funny, especially if you're from Michigan, yeah. because if you're not from Michigan, you don't know what he's talking about, but they're all real cities. They're all real places yep. that we all know. Yeah. Shit, we used to live. On M fifty nine, uh huh. Like that's how close to this we are. And and I also lived north of M fifty nine. Yeah, live. it's 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 I I'm so happy you brought that up though because it's, yeah. it was such a good scene. I was cracking up at that. And it just shows it, it's a great callback to the fact that uh, Bruce Campbell uh, is from Michigan and so is Ash Williams, and it, it was just a very like cultural joke that anyone outside the states can be like what the heck are they talking about anybody, anybody outside I, the midwest would be like what the hell are you talking about <laughs> like no one in it no one in wisconsin knows the whole mitten thing because everyone in wisconsin thinks oh the wisconsin looks well, like a mitten too that's another joke in and of itself because michiganders are the only ones that can pretty much put their hand up and know exactly where they are in the state well mm-hmm. if you live in florida you can whip your dick out <laughs> <laughs> If you're, in the pan, if you're in the panhandle, are you in the balls? <laughs> is that pretty much what it is? No, the panhandle would be the dick. The top part would be the balls. Okay, is, is there a name for the top part? Are the we... balls. Oh. I live in the balls of Florida. <laughs> um, for me, one of the scenes I really laughed at, one of the kills I really laughed at was uh, also in the militia. And it was um, the, the, the militia episode. 
And it was, um, first of all, I thought the fact that they brought up the Michigan militias was hilarious. Yes. Uh, wildly inaccurate, <laughs> but uh, but hilarious. Uh, there was the scene where they they rammed that one militia guy, and he was on the back of the truck, and they rammed oh, him yeah, into a yeah. tree. And then Pablo goes to take his mask off, and the guy wakes up and grabs him. And um, uh, Kelly has a assault rifle. She's she's <laughs> got a she's got a like an AR-15 or something like that, and just starts blasting him. But the the dude keeps coming back, <laughs> and she's and Pablo's just horrified. He's being drenched in blood. And then he finally gets up and he just starts punching the guy. <laughs> oh God! And the guy's obviously dead already. But then. At at the very end of the scene, the guy's gushing blood out of his out of his jugular, and Pablo reaches up and puts pressure on it. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Pablo is so pure. Oh, dude, I thought oh, it was so, so funny. I want to be like the, um, Pablo when the I The running grow up. gag of just everybody being covered in oh, other so people's funny, blood man. the entire series never got old. No. It yes. just never got old. And I said so that to funny. you in the first the first episode. I was I was like, God, I hope they keep that gag. Oh, up. they it's and so they do. Funny. <laughs> Um, overall, I would give this season, I, I'm, I'm, I'm more generous, generous than you typically with, with scores, but that's also because I think my scoring system is different and, uh, Chris, Chris Jordan, just deal with it, man. Um, I would give this season like a 8.5. Okay. I really, really liked it. I thought it was awesome. It was such a, it was so much fun to watch. Yeah. Like the whole, the whole thing. I had a smile on my face for pretty much every episode. It was a treat. Yeah. Like it, the fact that we're getting more of these characters in our lives is insane. And also the fact that we have two more seasons to go is even better. Yeah. I'm not going to wait until we do our other episodes either. I'm going to watch them and then I'll watch them again when they're, we do they're, the they're episode. So, so. Um, speaking of, I think the plan here is to do one season a month. Right? Okay. So we are we are in like the beginning, we're the 10th of January, so maybe roughly around this time again in February we'll do another season and then we'll wrap it up with the third season. Jansen, you're more than welcome to come back for all three if you want to. Yes. Just maybe I'll get more turns. Just maybe wait, 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 wait. just maybe don't talk so much next wait, time you're here because you really sort of oh. dominated the air here. Just sidebar, are are we cool with that? Uh, we'll talk about it. Okay. We'll talk about you it. You might you might be invited back for the second two. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> So you're All saying right. there's a chance. You're saying, there's, saying a chance. there's a chance. <laughs> well, that's um, it, guys. Um, Ash vs. Evil Dead Season 1. It was great. Just Nobody fantastic. Go ch- go check what? Nobody asked me what I would rate it. Oh, well, oh what would you well, rate it? Well, we did. You just didn't. Yeah, you, you just didn't you, do you it when it was your turn. It. Well, you interrupted go me. Go ahead. Go ahead. Huh. <laughs> oh, th- thank you. Uh, I'd probably give it an 8. I'd give... <laughs> Damn it! You got there before me. <laughs> he, he knew it. He knew uh, it. So you got it out real quick. An eight. Yeah, yeah. I'd give it. A, give it an eight. So it, I'm at seven point five. I just totally <laughs> <laughs> So on average, I'd say we're we're around uh, an eight. Yep. I'm yeah. The, I'm the worst. I'm sorry. That's fine. It's, we all know that by uh, now. Yeah, I know. So so, uh, so seven point five, eight, eight point five, average, and eight. Yeah, that's what you just said. Sounds good. That's exactly <laughs> what I just said. But I'm glad you reiterated it. Uh, that's it for this week. Do we know what we're doing next week? I got a whole pile of beer over there. You want to keep our, uh... Oh, the pile of beer. You want, you want to keep this resolution going until, until we make it, make our way through it? It's a revolution, baby. All right. Let's do another, let's do a, let's do a Bigfoot episode. 
Well, I was gonna say it. The Yeti one is next. The Bigfoot episode's oh, next. Oh, the Bigfoot. So I don't know what other movies we have to do Bigfoot, but there's we'll, lots of them. We'll so. find them. You said you thought there was a new one. No, there are there are some. Okay. So we, we gotta figure it out. But all right, Willow um, Creek. We did, we did, we did Willow, Willow Creek. Creek. Oh, which is which was amazing. We did Willow we, Creek and exists. Yeah, man, we we so sang good. the praises. Yeah, we sang the praises of both of those. But yeah. Um. So yeah. All right. We also well, did Boggy Creek at one point. That wasn't for Bigfoot. No, the movie sucked. God, the movie was terrible. Well, People love that movie. I don't. I don't understand the love for it. Yeah, I, I got what it was all about. I don't get. Um. It. Yeah. So anyway, that's about it. Sorry about it. Sorry about it. Uh, if you want to find us on social media, you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and SoundCloud at the Buzzed Kill Podcast. If you want to find us on Twitter, you can find us at the Buzzed Kill PC. And as always, please, please check out and use our Audible link at audibletrial.com slash the Buzzed Kill Podcast. You can get some really awesome Bruce Campbell books on Audible. Mm-hmm. So that's my recommend- recommendation for this week. Um, go, go read or listen to If Chins Could Kill. Or um, I want to say "Hail to the Chin." What was the one I listened to that was like a? It was an audio play. It was. I want to. It was uh, "Make Love the Bruce Campbell Make Way." Love the oh, Bruce. oh it's dude, so good, it's fantastic. It's so Go good. get it. I'm fairly certain that they're all on Audible. I know for sure there's Bruce Campbell books. Yeah. So that's my recommendation. Yeah. Any Bruce Campbell book. So they're jump. Great. So jump on there. It's audibletrial.com/slash/thebuzzkillpodcast. You get a free 30 day trial plus one free credit for any book that's good in the library. Yep. Check out a Bruce Campbell book. Yeah. You won't regret and he, it. And he typically um, narrates, narrates all of his books. Yeah. So come on, nice. Absolutely. So uh, and if you if you delete the if you delete the app, cancel the membership. It's not the delete yours. the app. If you cancel the membership, you can keep the free book that you get. It's and a free it's, book. Uh, it's like it's like thirty dollars for a book. It's free. It's great. How would you not take advantage of that? Gravy. Do it. All right. Well, uh, that's it, boys. That's all we got. That's all we got. All righty, Jansen. Tell- Thank you for, yeah, uh, for, coming, for coming back. Oh, thanks for having me. Don't it was a lot a, of fun. Don't I get a cheers, Mike? Oh, well, yeah. But, Come uh, on, man. Like, sure. Okay. All right. A very solid sounding cheers today, <laughs> by the way. All right. Until next week, everybody, have a good one. Wait, this is where we would normally cheers. Oh, we here did, we go. But, oh. but we did it earlier. Uh, uh, <laughs> we'll do it again. again. Fun. Let's just, let's just make it as awkward as possible. All right. Try to have a good night. <laughs>